Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. And whenever you are tuning into this video, my name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to another episode of Ruthless Talk. <laughs> yeah. Another week, another week of content, man. So the WWE draft is officially over and it is time for these new rosters to be full effect right <laughs> now and was it game changing right that's the quote that uh, mr paul levesque uh three h's like to call it it was this game changing or was this a total bust because uh brian before we get into monday night raw as a whole uh there is a few things that i do want to mention about yeah. this draft and to be honest and, and, I, and we both have mentioned this for the past number of weeks like this wwe draft you know, yeah, you have some, you know, SmackDown looks looks pretty solid, right? You've got some you got some cool upcoming talents from NXT over to Monday Night Raw. You have Indy Hartwell and you have others, right? But mm -hmm. let's be honest, the last this draft as a whole has been nothing but WWE just moving puzzle pieces, right? Because and it's it's like it's like toddlers when they when they try to, you know, put in a puzzle piece, right? They're moving puzzle pieces, but the but the puzzle itself has not been solved. It, it's not even fully formed. That's what WWE yeah. is right now. They're moving people to different brands. Oh, we'll, we're going to give you a, the new day over to Raw. We're, we're going to give you this person over to SmackDown. But what what's really what's really changing, right? And, yeah. and that's the problem out of all of this, right? You you still ha they're still trying to make up rules that still doesn't make any sense. Brock Lesnar, <laughs> they're they're just making shit up on the fly, talking about Brock Lesnar renegotiate renegotiating his contract to be a free agent, right? You have two women's champions that are just swapping titles like they're pieces of candy, like it's freaking meaningless. <clears throat> um, it's just yeah, just this is a day by day process i've also said this for for weeks and and days now in regards to this draft and of course ever since wrestlemania night two me and you brian have both said that for, for the past number of weeks where mm -hmm. a, a switch has just flipped ever since wrestlemania night two because ever since then brian nothing has made sense nothing has been captivating nothing has been intriguing and we're telling the same story with the same characters and it's redundant and it's lazy and it's just it's just bullshit Right. Yeah. And it's it, it's and it's and it's just it's disappointing, you know, that, you know, I can I can rant and scream and there's going to be stuff that I'm going to probably rant about in this show. But, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, we they, they hype up the draft like it's actually game changing. Like, OK, cool. It's good to see some NXT talents get called up. I mean, we'll sure. see how they get booked on this main roster. It's no, I mean, it's not. I mean, and speaking of NXT, so they had K, um, I think a. Uh, Kat and Zero, right? I think she goes by a new name now. And then Caden Carter, right? They were drafted over to Monday Night Raw last night. And then just on Friday, you had Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, your current NXT tag champions, uh, get drafted to SmackDown, right? And they are both, as of right now, challenging each other for the for those NXT Women's <laughs> Champions. So again. What makes sense here? You're having two potential NXT champions that have that are already drafted. They're going after NXT championships, and so what? They're just gonna what? Are they gonna? Is there gonna be some unification that we don't know about? Like, what's the deal here? So again, yeah. it's stuff that just does not make sense, and, and it's and it's stuff that we know where 
WWE is just throwing shit out there and it's just the most lazy, redundant way and nothing makes sense and it's a day-by-day basis, man. And we see straight through this bullshit and, you know, <laughs> game-changing, yeah, game-changing my ass. Like, seriously, right. it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, there was nothing really that really that all much to talk about in regards to who went where. Besides maybe no. some NXT talents, we'll talk about you know, people like Grayson Waller, people like, of course, you know, Caden Car- Carter and Casey Catanzaro um, and, and others, right? But outside of that, like, there's really not much that happened in the show at all, um, you know? Mm. So it's just and, – and, and again, and keep in mind, Brian, this is a go-home show to WrestleMania Backlash. You're going to have Bianca Belair, your Raw Women's Champion, just freaking, you know – freaking beat eo sky for no freaking reason at all <clears throat> I, I it would be sh- i would be absolutely shocked i mean it, to me if i were booking it you know because again i love bianca belair but she had there's no business for her being raw women's champion right now um you know i don't know part of me deep down wants to just say just pull up just a fast one and have eo sky just win that championship <laughs> But but we know with also where that's leading to because with the whole you know we talked about yeah. switching the titles and everything this is all leading up to you guessed it Charlotte Flair on her white horse coming back over to SmackDown may I add the 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 title that now Bianca Belair holds over on SmackDown you know don't not be shocked if she comes back and she is immediately in that title picture and she for ends sure this reign of Bianca Belair, and now you get what? A, 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 again, a superstar that has no connection with the crowd. There's nothing, just, again, just trying to force-feed this character named Charlotte Flair down our throats. You know, for, for eight straight years, it hasn't worked, and we're, we're still going to keep doing it. Guys, don't be shocked, because I can see I can see this company fr- from a mile away, man. And it's, it's a shame, because that's exactly what, as soon as you heard Charlotte Flair going to SmackDown, I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm just I'm waiting for it, Brian. I'm waiting for that music to hit and, and they make the match official for like SummerSlam down the road. I'm waiting for it, dude. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's just it's the same old shit. It's game changing, right? There's nothing fucking game changing about it. It's the same old fucking crap and nothing in in the company that's there's nothing that's actually getting solved here. And, and that's the most disappointing thing out of everything. So before we get into the show, Brian, I'll have your have your thoughts real quick before we get into the show. Your thoughts on this draft as a whole. And, and everything you know that's happened in the past 48 hours with this draft yeah I, I don't even know where to start with it really man i mean since since mania really it's just been it's just kind of so obvious like wwe is just trying to throw you know shiny object after shiny object you know the the new title the draft you know, trying to hype that to up that. yeah <laughs> yeah um and it really it just speaks to me that there it's just you know, like back when, of course, I guess this was two weeks ago now, when the announcement came out that uh, the company, you know, had bought WWE and Triple H comes out there. He's like, hey, you know, nothing's changing, whatever, you know. Granted, we haven't seen much, you know, in the way of, of you know, talent or whatever. But you best believe, bet your ass that like behind the scenes, like in the in the corporate side of shit. Yeah, there's a lot of changes going on. And, you know. Um, so right now, you know, it kind of just feel like they're just in a state of like stalling until 
because they don't know what you they're know, doing. <laughs> right. They're so, you know. exactly. You're no, you're exactly right, Brian. They're stalling because they don't know what they're doing. This is a day by day process. They they yeah. don't know what they're doing unless you're maybe your name is Roman Reigns or maybe Cody <laughs> right. Rhodes. I, I don't even know. They're gonna throw Cody Rhodes this World Heavyweight Championship and. Good luck, WWE, for making that just as prestigious as the moment he could have gotten at WrestleMania. Yes, guys, I'm still talking about it because, once again, I'm gonna, I'm, I've said this multiple times as well. It was the biggest booking botch that this company has done in years. Definitely in recent memory, or, you know. Or it, and ever since for sure. they're, they're paying the price for it because nothing has made sense. Nothing, n- nothing is hitting. Nothing is captivating. Everything is just redundant. And, they're, and again, you said it. Just last episode, Brian, like, you know, you got this shiny new title, right? You got this, you know, hey, look at all, look at the, the, the feud between, uh, or the build up, the fairy tale ending with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Usos, right? Hey, we mm. got the draft. Look at all this, look at all this changing that's happening. That's all this shit is, bro. Yeah. That's yeah, all that's all, all it is. is man. And it's, it's bullshit. You know, yeah. you're, you're adding a third title because you know you fucked up, you know you messed <laughs> up. And, and it's, uh. it's ridiculous. We see right through the, Right, right through the BS, and it's ridiculous. So, uh, again, before we get on to, onto the show, Brian, uh, uh, if you have any more thoughts about this, uh, just this entire situation. No, the the draft, um, yeah, it was you know mediocre at best. But it, in my opinion, I think they all kind of are. Right? You know, the drafts. I mean, they can be fun and entertaining at times, but every time they've done it, you know, it's 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 come at a time where you know shit's got a little stale. You know. So it's time to change it up, right? So, I mean, that, that's all, you know, fine and good. Um, but, like, to hype it up like it's some super exciting thing. And, this, like, he had this one line where he said, I guess he was talking about mania and then kind of, all you know, the sale and everything, you know, which maybe if he was talking about the sale where he said, uh, I guess what they've been doing is shook the wrestling industry to its foundation. Um which I guess maybe with the sale, maybe so, but with, with the product you're putting on TV, dude, you're a long way from that, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Ears, bro. It's just a bunch of smoke yep. in your ears. It really, everything that comes out of Triple H's mouth, I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a <laughs> second. Because it's because it's a bunch of it's a bunch of BS. It's a bunch of garbage. You know, yeah. it's just it's just ridiculous. You know, and we're and and, and again, guys, n- nothing. Again, outside of some NXT talents, guys, what what happened in the show? You you have draft, you even have some draft picks that are still just mind-numbingly just freaking weird. You're, you're having mm-hmm. you have you have your tag champs that are pretty much raw superstars. When I thought the concept is that when they're holding titles, they can be on both brands. Isn't that what it is? I mean, uh, well, that's another thing I I forgot right. to mention. Like, they, you still got to find a way. Like, KO and Sammy can't be holding both belts. Like, there's got to be a, a SmackDown tag right. champ you know like something you know like what's fuck, like man. what's the deal that what's the deal with the tag the tag titles up oh, wwe doesn't freaking have a clue right the, yeah. women's, the women's tag titles aren't whoever has the women's tag titles can't they be on both brands i mean that that's what i hear and yet they're now yeah. superstars like what right. the fuck is going so on so yeah so it's like that like again so then only the raw raw women could win the title like it's not even an opportunity i don't know man yeah i don't know but that, that's the thing, like, give it, like, you know, by two months from now, because, again, I mean, a lot of, you know, wrestling fans or whatever, I mean, we, shit, the, the entire world has a, a, a small or short attention span. 
So give it two months, and I'm sure like wrestlers are going to be flip flopping back and forth, and it's just you know it's just going to be like, yeah, you know, like like we never said, oh, this is a brand split, and no, there won't be any swapping. Yes, there will. Yeah. Yes, there oh, will. Yeah. Just give it, yeah, give it time. There's, there's, you're gonna see wild card rules. You're gonna see brand invitationals. Yeah. You're gonna see. Right. It. Just wait on it. Just be patient. Like it's like Stephen A. Smith would say, just be patient, right? When he talks <laughs> about the Dallas Cowboys, right? Just be patient, right? It's gonna happen. Just wait for it because it's going. Because they're gonna call an audible. They're gonna, they're gonna put themselves in a pickle. Like, oh, let's let's just let's just put them over at the other brand because nobody's gonna say nothing, right? Yeah. But, you know, and that, yeah. and that's, and again, that's just what this has been. It's been absolutely. Just nothing makes sense. Nothing. No, nobody's captivated. Nobody's intrigued. Oh, they sold out last night. That was okay. Nice for them, right? And and I feel bad for every single one of those people in Fort Worth because they saw nothing but a bunch of bullshit. Cool. I mean, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Here's a here's another thing. I just wanted to. Well, actually, have you addressed like Triple H opening the show? Was there anything else? Because there was just a, something I I wanted to say about the crowd there, but. It just oh. like so, you know. He's like, um, so the the paying audience there, right? That that was in Texas, yeah. Like, I, you know, so he he mentions Roman Reigns, right, and and that yeah. whole scenario, and there's heavy booze, right? Yeah. And you can even see you can even see it on Triple H, like you know, because it, it wasn't face, yeah. it wasn't a good boo, right? It, that what that no. wasn't good booing, but then he goes to the championship, and I. I got to feel that most most true wrestling fans, right, see this for the crock of shit that it is. Yeah. So the paying audience there, right, he mentions the championship, and you get a little pop from him. I, I wish so much in that moment the crowd had just shit all over it because yeah. they know it's bullshit. Yeah. But I understand you're a paying audience member, and you're there to have you're a good there, time, and sure, it's live. cool. and Right. Yeah. Right. Whatever. People want but to cheer. They it, want to it, do their, 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 they want to sing. They want to do all this bullshit. You it's know, just like that. It's just like the little things that we're like, like we all know it's bullshit, but like WWE and Triple H will rest its head on like, hey, but when we mentioned it, we got a pop, right? It's the reaction, it, right? That's all this yeah. has been. A, even listen, I like people like uh, listen like John Cena, right? You know, it's all about just the reaction, right? Yeah. The reaction that John Cena gets, right? It's all. It doesn't matter if he's getting booed out of the arena. Or hat mm-hmm. is getting 50-50 cheers and booze. It's just about same with Roman Reigns. It's just about the reaction, right? Charlotte Flair, like I mean, hell, this, they're still pushing this woman, and she hardly even gets a freaking reaction. It's probably it's pretty much half and half as well. <laughs> right. or, or again, the crowd is pretty much falling asleep. It's one of the two, right? And, yeah. and that's what all of this company just wants to do. As long as they're if people are just making noise, and if they're not making noise, they'll just add in crowd noise. You know who gives a shit? Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous, bro. It, it really, mm-hmm. really is. Um, th- there's really nothing much to say, and it's crazy. And just going back real quick, and we're gonna get into the show in just a few moments here. It, it's funny. I, I, it's going back to Triple H, right? I remember the statements that he made after WrestleMania, right, about this whole Cody Rhodes situation and Roman Reigns. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the main thing he said, like, you know, hey, like, you know, the story hasn't been finished. The story's not finished yet. All right, right. Or let it play, you know, and then that's where you get the fans. Well, I'll let it play out. The story's not done yet. Right. Well, like, again, again, what, what's that been? What, what's that been getting you? You, you have mm-hmm. Co- a Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, who we thought we would get an explanation. Right. You would think by now you would get a freaking explanation. <sighs> right. You got nothing. And now that that feud 
is going to main event backlash this coming <laughs> Saturday. A feud yep. that has no explanation of why two men are even fighting. <laughs> yep. Yep. You There's can't make nothing. It up. You, yep. the, oh my god the main it's, event man in the main, main event. event of your freaking in, in a in puerto rico and listen puerto rico listen they're they're, they're going to be excited to be there they're gonna oh yeah live and it's gonna be fun yep. more props more props to the to, to them right you know I, I hope they have a good time seriously i really do absolutely uh, i just wish like and i and that's why i feel bad for them because i, I want to see the build of this show get better right i mean on paper does it look cool you know does it look stacked yeah but when you really dissect it, is it that stacked, right, in, t- in terms of build and storytelling? No. You have yeah. a storyline. Not, it's not even a story. There's no freaking story. You, you have a feud where no explanation is talked about why Brock Lesnar has even faced is, – is even targeting Cody. Again, if, if yep. he was holding on to titles, that would be one thing, right? You know, the whole, the whole stipulation with Roman where he can't, he can't compete for the titles again once Roman's champion – well, now Cody Rhodes is champion. He waits for his time. He pounces on Cody. Boom. That's your freaking story. It's as simplistic as that. But but no, mm-hmm. you just have to randomly have Brock just beat the living shit out of him the, at the Raw after Mania. And, and, and nothing, no story's been told. Nothing. You have a Not a word. Sec- you just have a <laughs> bunch of security just getting their ass kicked. And yep. standing that that's all this has been and even with the with BS. the women's the women's championship match Rhea and Zelina there's no story there either no, and that's the woman's no. that's the woman title <laughs> women's title and, you you know? a, and, and, and to put the cherry on top you have a match last night you have a match between Seth Rollins and Omos that wasn't even acknowledged <laughs> at all you Omos was in a what a minute like a like a like, like a 60 <laughs> second jobber match and you had Seth Rollins messing with Paul Heyman and Sola Sokoa in the bloodline. It's like if, if you were watching this, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that Omos and Seth Rollins were fighting this Saturday night. Yeah, right. Who would freaking know? But but that but there but there's your match. A match yeah. that they don't even want to that they they put on paper and they don't even want to put the time in. Like they don't even want to promote. promote. They don't because they, like. they know how shit it is, or they just don't care. It, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it, guys. I've been watching this product or or this industry for twenty plus years, and that's saying something. Because Brian, you've been watching this as long as long as I have. I have never, never have seen a a, a bill towards a pay per view. Especially in regards to those two matches, Seth Rollins versus Omos and Brock Lesnar versus Cody, that has been that horrible and just there's nothing there's nothing about mm-hmm. the, the match or the story at all. I've yep. never seen it in my life. But but yeah. here we are. Here we are. And we're gonna talk a lot more about this once we get into the show. So that even though I wasn't planning to have a, a long cold open like it was, we're about almost 20 minutes in to this show, and we're already going off about Triple H and all this bullshit about the draft and, of course, the built to backlash. But we're going to talk more once we get into the show. So let us dive straight into it. Monday Night Raw, May 1st, 2023, live in Fort Worth, Texas. Our number one starts off with Paul Levesque himself, three H's. He starts the show. Um, you know, he's getting ready to make the first four picks of the draft for Monday Night Raw. This is part two of the draft. Uh, you know, and he continues to go over the ground rules. You know, remaining superstars, you know, 50% of the roster will be drafted. H said, there is one superstar that is unavailable to be a part of this draft, and that is Brock Lesnar. 
as he has renegotiated his contract to become a free agent. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just, again, just throwing bologna at the wall to see if it sticks. Yeah. Um, so freaking weird. Um, and of course he goes over just some more of the ground rules that he pretty much talked about on SmackDown. So the first round of draft picks um, for the first round to start the show, Monday Night Raw selects Rhea Ripley, your SmackDown Women's Champion. No shot. Mommy. Mommy. Mommy is the first pick of the draft. I mean, good for her, but again, we yeah. all know that this is ridiculous anyway. So her holding on to the SmackDown Women's title, she goes over to Raw. Bianca Belair is your Raw Women's Champion. She goes over to SmackDown. Let's trade those titles like they're just like like they're just freaking baseball cards. Like they're just like they're just freaking pieces of candy. Like they're just fucking useless pieces of garbage. Uh, that that's pretty much what it is in a nutshell. So a Monday Night Raw also selects Seth Rollins. So Seth Rollins just stays over on Monday Night Raw. Um, Austin Theory, your United States Champion, goes over to SmackDown. So again, no shocker as well. Gunther and Imperium on. Uh, your intercontinental champion and imperium yeah. the rest of imperium is on is on raw so no shocker uh that austin theory is on smackdown but better yet guys because since bobby lashley is on smackdown you're just gonna get more and more and more le- matches between bobby lashley and austin theory you're, you're gonna no doubt, to man. so you know um it's it's just it's just ridiculous in that aspect as well as soon as i as soon as i figured that out bright i'm like oh my god like they're both on the same brand and they're, we're going to get the same matches on Monday night raw. And you're just going to see it over on SmackDown. Um, and then of course, SmackDown also selects Charlotte flair. And this is what I mentioned, of course, early on the show, this is all lining up to when she makes that grand return, she's going to, she's going to take on Bianca for that, for that title. And she is going to freaking beat her. Right. So she's going to, she's going to get, so EO sky is going to get fed to Bianca. And then Bianca is going to get freaking fed to Charlotte Flair. All of this is just to give Charlotte Flair her 16th fucking world championship. <laughs> and it is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so to end, to end this segment, um, Triple H then introduces Paul Heyman. Uh, Paul Heyman states that um, he will talk to the Usos in private after losing their tag title match. Just kind of briefly talking about that subject there. Um, and then Paul Heyman, he starts visioning Roman Reigns as the world heavyweight champion, right? He's visioning, imagine what that belt would look like on your tribal chief or something along those lines. <laughs> and he says, but unfortunately, Roman will no longer be on Raw. And then Heyman state, and then he goes on a tangent about stating the children who think that they are men, like, you know, like they're, that are freaking jokers, puts emphasis on freaking, and you, you pretty much knew who was coming out yeah. at that point. Freaking yep. clowns. And, you know, and just, you know, talking about how men in the in the raw locker room need to start acting like men now that there's now a world title on their brand now. And, you know, if 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 emphasis of frickin wasn't enough, then here comes Seth Rollins. You knew that that was coming. Seth Rollins music hits. The crowd continues to, to sing that frickin song, which personally I can't frickin stand if people want to just whatever. I, I'm happy that fans are are having fun and they're cheering. But my God, it's like 12 plus minutes. It's like enough. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! I, I, does, I mean, does anybody else? Is it just me? Am I like, am I that much of the schmuck, or like, am I the only person that feels this way about this this theme song? It's like it's it's fun after the first few seconds, right? But then after several minutes, it's like it's like enough. I, I'm just like mm-hmm. seriously, it's like enough. Um, Seth Rollins is out there wearing God knows what, um, and and, he, and you know, and he, and he so Seth Rollins gets on the microphone and he says, you know, hey, you know. 
you know, you, you guys should be happy. You know, you know, Roman no longer has to come over to Raw. Roman doesn't have to run for me anymore. Um, you know, and just the, the crowd continues to sing and song to sing his song. Paul Heyman is trying to call Roman Reigns. He's on his phone. And like Heyman, this is where Heyman was funny as the crowd singing. He's like, I can't hear my tribal chief. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to him over the phone. I thought that was funny. I that just got it. That was the only pop I got out of me. That was pretty freaking funny. Um, so, and then this all kind of just leads to, um, you know, and then Heyman, you know, he goes over to Rollins and he says, you're pissing off your tribal chief. And Rollins is like, oh, am I now? Like the face he made was kind of funny. Um, and then just like they, they just, and then he starts to kind of threaten Heyman. He starts to make like threats to Heyman. He's like, you know, would it take me five seconds? Would it take me four seconds, three seconds for me to stomp your head into the canvas? And then Solo Sokoa, he hits the ring. Um, Paul Heyman's holding him back. And this pretty much just leads into a match as I guess Heyman can just make matches now, or I guess this was, uh, orders of the tribal chief as he was able to pull some strings, I guess, where, Seth Rollins, because, you know, Seth Rollins was getting under the skin of Roman Reigns over the phone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this leads into a match between Seth Rollins versus Solo Sokoa later in the night, as that was your main event for tonight's Monday Night Raw. So before I get into my thoughts, Brian, your thoughts on the first round of draft picks and this first segment to start the night. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Triple H coming out there to start with, you know, the usual coupling line bullshit. So I'm, I'm not even going to get into that. Um, the first four picks, I mean, I, I guess I was a little, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was a little surprised that, uh, they took Charlotte, you know, ahead of, again, this is a draft. It's right. It's all scripted. It's not like you're actually basing it on real actual talent or whatever, but you know, still, I mean, there, there were some women out there. Like, I, I just, I, I didn't expect Charlotte that early, but you know, is what it is. Um, yeah, you know, Heyman coming out there, uh, again, still talking about the fate of the Usos, uh, you know, what's going on there. It's still, you know, obviously something's got to happen at Backlash. Um, you would think. Or you would think, yeah. Uh, yeah I, don't, I don't know where that go story is going anymore, because really I, I thought they would, would draft the Usos over to Raw and then split them, which, yeah. you know, obviously didn't happen. So they're all going to be together, so we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, at this point, I, I I would, I'd say it's the person winning this new title is Rollins. It's that's who it's going to be. It's would shock I, yeah, I, I can already, I could already see that. I mean, just, it's just from, Seth, you know, Seth and Cody are probably the two like leading candidates probably for that. They are, but I, I I've, already, we spoke or I spoke last, last week. If, if it's Cody, that's just going to be so bad. Um, yeah. It's so bad. It's it, sh it shouldn't it's be. Diminished. You're right. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking it's Rollins, man. Um, and, you know, not that I'd want to see it play out this way, but you know, Rollins is a guy that, that Roman has never beaten cleanly. And you could always go back to a story, you know, with the shield and whatnot. And, like, who knows how long Roman's going to hold this title or, or whatever, man. I, I don't know. But... Rollins is still a name out there, man. Don't sleep on that. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's it's. I'm and I'm glad you mentioned that before I get into this next match, right? You know, and that's the that's the talks I've been hearing about. Oh, Seth Rollins is the one. I mean, guys, like this version of Seth Rollins. Like you're telling me this version of Seth. Again, much love to Seth. The guy is a tremendous performer. I'm not taking mm -hmm. anything away from the anything away from the dude. 
but I can name two characters off the top of my head that were were that much better than this fucking character. Seriously, because I actually knew what the character was. <laughs> I actually knew if it was a face or a heel or not, right? Again, I'm just thinking this from a casual fan's perspective mm-hmm. when they come yeah. across a character like Seth Rollins. You hear the laugh, you hear like the the the, the you know, he's dancing around like he's the freaking Joker, like this Joker type. You would think it's it's a heel, right? And and, mm-hmm. and that's just and you're telling me that character you're telling me Seth Rollins, this version of Seth is going to be the one to defeat Roman Reigns or win yeah, a, a right. freaking title? Like, bro, like this, yeah. this same this same version of Seth won the United States Championship. Yeah, how did that work out? And now you're going to give him more of a, 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 a bigger title, a world title now with this same character? Yeah. Stop. Guys, That's another know. thing, yeah. If And like I said, I do think he's going to win, but with that, like something has to change with the character as, as, the champ, a, as the champion. Something, yeah. bro. Because really, this thing, his yes, he's good. Yes, you know, when he has a history, he has a following. So he's always going to have his fans. But right now, as this character, the only connection is the song. And and you can get into, like, Cody has a similar thing. There's a few other wrestlers that have a similar thing. But for for whatever reason, it just hits different because it feels like, Without this is song. all Seth. Right. It's. Without it feels that like that's song, all it is. Nobody would give a shit. Seriously. Right. Nobody would yeah. give a fuck about this dude. And that's the thing, right? Well, it's like, oh, well, that's you know, it's like, oh, well, isn't it important to have good theme? Well, yeah, of course, right? You want to sure. again. I've and I and I praise Seth Rollins in the past because of that, right? Because there's a lot of care. There's a lot of people in this company, Brian, that just don't care. They, they just want to collect a paycheck. They want to play their video games backstage, and they don't want to progress. They don't want to evolve their character. But at least Seth Rollins, where I give him that credit to where he's thinking of something outside the box to connect with fans. And I, right. and I, and I acknowledge and I appreciate that from Seth. But outside of that, that's it. Nobody understands mm-hmm. the foundation of this character. They want to say, oh, it's an anti-hero, anti-freaking – what does that mean? <laughs> I, I, you're either a face or you're a heel. Sure, he's technically supposed to be a face, but when you dissect the character, is it really a baby face? Mm-hmm. No, you got it. We we gotta we gotta talk about this type of stuff, guys. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that to be crit. I'm just being honest. Just we gotta be more honest with ourselves, bro. Is this character really the best character and the best you know suit to beat Roman Reigns in a? Because again, no. he's gonna he's gonna surpass Roman Reigns is going to surpass Hulk Hogan's title. By the way, I believe that number is one thousand four hundred and seventy something, but it's definitely over four hundred days. A thousand four hundred. It's yeah. it, it, It's going to happen, right? Because I mean, people have they're already they're already uh, fans are already fine with him, you know, passing a thousand. So the crowd's like, oh, so you know, I'm sure fans wouldn't mind if we push that for another four hundred days, right? Yep. So. And but that's that's all it is for Seth, man. And, and the difference with Cody, yes, he has he also has the little bit of the pop from his theme music. But everything else about Cody, you can connect with because uh, yeah, it's that damn right. good, bro. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that Seth can't do the same thing or he hasn't done in the past because he has character yeah, yeah. because he has. But this character is not doing it. If you take that song away, he has nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. So, and we'll get more into Seth Rollins as we go into the show, of course, as he'll be in the main event with Solo Sokoa. Up next, we have your women's tag champions, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Bailey and Dakota Kai. Match time was seven minutes in length. 
Uh, Bailey in this match, she pushes Dakota out of harm's way and kind of takes the blow from Raquel in this match. Or, or I forgot what the blow was, but there was some sequence in the match where uh, I believe it was like a, uh, Dakota was on the turnbuckle, or she was, you know, she was up against the turnbuckles, and Bailey pushed her out of harm's way, and then she took the blow from Raquel in the in the corner of the turnbuckles, um, or something along those lines. There, Liv Morgan hits the Oblivion to Dakota Kai. Bailey makes the tag. Liv doesn't notice it, uh, and Bailey rolls up Liv Morgan with the awe-inspiring, ultra devastating roll-up finish for the W as Bailey and Dakota Kai win this match. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to just say this and get this out the way. And Brian, I'm going to have you start because th this, yeah. this is what pisses me off. Yeah. Game changing. Yeah. The, the, nothing. And this is what I mean about the, the, the draft and how it, it's, it's pointless because nothing, nothing's going to change because you're going to see as this month, no, this same type of bullshit a, as we go into the rosters being in full effect, right? Mm -hmm. You're still going to get your tag champions getting rolled up for no fucking reason. Absolutely no reason. Listen, I love Bailey. I love Dakota. I acknowledge that they need victories, you know. But again, why at the expense of your tag team champions? Why? 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 And why? <laughs> I yeah. don't get it. Like I, I it's like in 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 a roll up, like Liv Morgan getting rolled up and just again. It was and and the roll up it was pretty sloppy too. I'm sorry. It was just it was really it never looked it never really looked. I, I can't really unless you're that great a good of a technical wrestler, right? And not saying that Bailey isn't, but if you're not spot on with the roll up, if if you're you know what I mean, it's not gonna look pretty, dude. It's just not like just yeah. I would honestly rather just I mean I, I mean I still would I still would shit all over this, but. Just have Bailey win via the Bailey to belly or something. This match should have even happened to begin with. Um, and again, I, I just I don't get it, bro. I, mm -hmm. I just don't understand it all. Liv Morgan won a they they won a six woman tag with Bianca Belair, and now here they are losing this week. So they they win they win two matches, then they lose two. They win three matches, then they lose three. They win four matches, then they lose four. It's fifty. It's the same shit, bro. And we're going to talk about a WWE draft that's just going to change the game and change everything. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. This, this book, this, this, the booking of this women's division is ridiculous. And I know what fans are also going to say. Oh, well, James, like, you know, she's like, you know, you want Bailey to look good. You know, you, you, you don't like the, you know, like, what, what do you want WWE to do? Like, somebody has to win or lose. Are you, fuck, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> don't have the match. How many times have I also said this, Brian? When you have two people or two or two teams in this regard that need Ws, you have a you have two champions who clearly can't lose. You have a team in in in, in damage control, which who knows that team could be splitting up. But still, you're trying to tell a story between them. Like why? Like you can't have them lose either. I, I just don't understand. Like what what gets accomplished here? I, I don't mm -hmm. understand. And then that's it. You know that, that nothing, nothing else happens. You don't hear nothing from from your tag champs. Nothing. The yeah. match just ends, and then we just go to backstage, and, and it pisses me off. Because, and, and you're gonna see this again and again and again. It doesn't matter what draft, what who is won, what brand. Doesn't matter because again, it's just moving puzzle pieces. That's all this draft is, and this is it's full it's full proof of it. It's just the same yeah. draft. So, Brian, your thoughts. 
Ah, oh, man. First of all, to even start, I mean, didn't Bailey and, uh, and Dakota get a job or entrance here? Like, didn't they come back from commercial break and they yeah, were already, already in the in ring? The... <laughs> yeah, like, what the oh, fuck? It's fucking Bailey, man. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, they, they just... That's number one. And number two, which I, I think is even worse, uh, like, I can already see this. I can see it coming. Um, so they've split up, you know, Dakota and EO, right? So now EO is going to get the shot at the title, which she's going to lose. But now you've put Bailey in a tag with Dakota, and you just had them beat the tag team champions. So EO's going to lose this title match. Yep. Now you have Bailey and Dakota tagging. Yep. EO's going to get fucking lost. Like, and that's and then like WWE is going to sit back and say, well, like, well, we gave her a title shot. Get the fuck out of here with that, man. Like, seriously. you know, it's just like seriously, she's going to lose. Then Bailey and Dakota are tagging, and she's just going to get lost in the shuffle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even with that, like you know, Bailey, both of them are too Dakota and EO and Bailey. They're all too good to be tag team wrestlers. But so Bailey eventually is going to go on her own, and I don't know what. And then Dakota, I feel, is going to get lost in the shuffle as well too. So it's just yeah. Uh, just no interest in in this at all, and and in fact, I, I feel like it, it just really sucks that I, I I would almost be willing to bet that that's how it's going to go down for EO, right. and, and it most, sucks, man. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the most disappointing thing out of all of this, right? Is that nobody cares about what they're going to do next week. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, they won the match, but what is that doing for them following moving forward? Like, yeah. Does anybody care about? Bailey and Dakota Kai going after tag titles? Seriously, who? Seriously, who? I, I, I really want to. Who? I'm gonna do my best New Day impression. Who? 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 <laughs> Nobody. Seriously. Yeah. And like, and like you said, you know, Eoke Sky is gonna take a loss. These yep. two women, Bailey and Dakota, are gonna take a loss. It'd be one thing if there was interest, if there was some suspense, if there was some, just just some intrigue. There's none of it. They're just winning. They're being 50-50 booked in matches. Yeah. And that's it. That's literally it. There's nothing creative about their splits, about them as a team. Right? Nothing. So there's nothing intriguing. Yes, they're winning matches, mm-hmm. but you've got to have something for them. There's yeah. nothing at all. Like, you don't bullshit I, me, guys. I think – Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I, I just think that with the tag team women's tag in, in general, like – I, I really think Liv and Raquel are really just holding these titles until, I guess, Baszler's fully healed, and yeah. it, it'll be Ronda and Baszler. Absolutely, yeah. that's probably what's yeah, because they're now because they're now Raw superstars, right? So yeah, it's, right. It's, it's full. It's full proof as well that they're they're going to be next in line. Whether it's maybe yeah. I don't know at the net maybe I don't know Saudi maybe who knows they don't even maybe they might not even wait till SummerSlam. They might just change the titles in Saudi Arabia. Who knows? Yeah. Um, in, in the next couple of weeks. So that's because, again, we know <laughs> the booking of these women's tag titles, you know, it's it's legit. It's been the short end, end of the stick since they created them, um, yep. which is just ridiculous. So moving on. Um, up next is Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Alpha Academy. Match time was legit under three minutes. Ricochet wins via the Swanton Bomb off of Braun's shoulders. You know, that whole swanton off of his shoulders um, for that little tag team maneuver that they do. And, and that's it. And, guys, Ricochet pins Otis for the win. I'm going to repeat that for you, for you, please. Ricochet. Yeah, please do. Please Rico do. Rico shit pins Otis 
<laughs> in under three minutes. Guys, you might as well call Alpha Academy, Chad Gable, and Otis. You might as well call them Barry Horowitz and <laughs> and, 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 and the Brooklyn Brawler. The Brooklyn Brawler, baby. Freaking Jobbers. <laughs> the and Repo Man. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. That's yeah. all they are. Seriously. Yep. And, and, and this is this is the bullshit I also hear, Brian. I heard this on my TikTok as well, or on our TikTok. Oh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet are over. Like they're so freaking over. People love mm. what what kind of bullshit are you freaking are they? Like, dude? Are, are they <laughs> like what like if, if they're over, then like I mean freaking LA Knight, yeah, that, that dude's freaking over. Cody Rhodes, that dude has been freaking over. Alpha Academy, they have also been tremendously over. Like, what value does Strowman and Ricochet have? That's no shade. That's me not just liking, not liking the group. I'm being genuinely honest and serious. Like, what is, like, what about Braun Strowman and Ricochet as a team is making the tag division that much better? I, I really want to know. And, and yeah. you're beating Alpha Academy that is actually entertaining, that actually can do wonders for your company, and they get the, and they get jobbed out. Match after match after match after match after match. And, and yeah. again, they're just another Barry Horowitz and Brooklyn Brawler. That's all they are, dude. It, it's just ridiculous, dude. I, I, I don't understand. I, I just like they, they, both of them as individual talents. Nobody gives a shit about them. Again, I, 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 oh, I know. I'm being, I'm being very harsh right now. Well, it's the fucking truth, okay? Yeah. Mark Strowman and Ricochet, no one, no one fucking cares. And, and, and as a tag team, it's no better. Mm -hmm. That crowd, there was a handful of people that maybe stood up and clapped. Go back and watch, guys. Don't take it my word. Don't take my word for it. Go back and watch the crowd when Braun Strowman and Ricochet won the match or, in, or during the match as a whole. Nobody, 90 to 95% of that crowd didn't give a single shit because yeah. no, it's, 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 it doesn't mean shit. It, it's, it's completely useless. It, 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 this was a waste of it was filler it was a waste of fucking time and, and it and it's just and the more i talk about it the more pissed off i get it's just ridiculous dude alpha academy could have been something special as a team seriously yeah. they were funny they they are funny they are entertaining they were in a funny segment with kurt angle a couple months ago like this dude like like these the, these two dudes otis and, and chad gable are are actually entertaining <laughs> they're actually yeah. really freaking good but God forbid if they just get a centimeter, a centimeter of good booking. And I don't even think that'll help them because they have been jobbed out and they have been treated like clowns for, for weeks and months. And yeah. I don't even think consistent booking from here on end is even going to help them, Brian. Seriously. But, Brian, if before we get into the second hour, your, your thoughts on this, this tag match? Not much. I mean, we you know, we've seen this round robin of tags. You know, Strowman, the Viking Raiders, Alpha Academy, Street Profits. You know, it's just it's just a rotating door. We you know. Um so again, it's just I didn't care about the match. And yeah, to the finish, I mean God, at least, you know, if if you're gonna end the match that way, at, at least I don't know. I, I don't even know how to think of it because, okay, I, I don't necessarily want to see Gable taking the pin either, but just the aesthetic of Ricochet pitting, pitting, pitting Otis, come on, bro. Um, it, it was just silly. Um, and yeah, as far as Alpha Academy goes, I mean, unfortunately, both of these guys, uh, you know, could be 
I mean, I won't say like world champions or whatever, but they 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 could definitely have more of an impact and more success here going there's to WWE than they do have here. There's a place, but yeah, I don't think it's it can happen for either one of them now until no. they split up and do something else, you know. But as as it's as Alpha Academy, no. Yeah, and here's another – before I get into the second hour, here, here's another thing I want to acknowledge too, and this is what happened back on Friday Night SmackDown. Didn't Braun Strowman and Ricochet lose to the Street Profits? Like, yep. did, remember, remember that that, <laughs> that, that, that triple threat uh, tag, whatever the hell that was, against yeah. LWO? Didn't they lose? They lost uh-huh. to the Street Profits, correct? So, so now they win this match. What? Okay, so you lost the, you lost on SmackDown, and now you win on – this is what I mean, Ryan. Yeah. Nobody, and this is what I mean about the tag team. They don't feel special because they're winning matches. They're losing matches. What is special about the team? What's over about the team, bro? Yeah. I, I'm just being honest. I'm calling I'm – calling, I'm discussing factual information. They lost on SmackDown, and now they're winning on Raw. This is 50-50 booking. Th- like they were – we're not – nothing about this tag team was special going into this match, and, and, and it's definitely not after it at all. It seems with, with Strowman and Ricochet in particular, especially if you listen to commentary, the way they're trying to build on that. I mean, it's almost if, you know, they're, they're very heavily, I feel, like geared towards, like, children probably, like, 8 to 12, like, where – because they keep saying, like, oh, they're superheroes – and that's kind of what they're, it's kind of like the Hulk and Spider-Man, kind of. And that's, I, I just got this feel of like the Avengers, like Team America, we're yeah. good guy heroes, like, and, that's and kind that, of what it is. Yeah, and, and, and listen, if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. Then just make them special. They're, yeah. Put them in segments and put them in a, and again, it's not my company, I get it. If you want to form a tag team with, with Braun Strowman and Ricochet, fi- fine. Then just make me care about it then. They have done <laughs> right. nothing about this tag team since they formed. They they, ha- they haven't done shit. There's nothing mm-hmm. about the tag team since they started that makes me give a shit about them at all. And, and guys, that's that's not that's not me just shitting on them just to shit on them. That's just that's just the legit truth. Yep. So, you know, it's just it's ridiculous. So, the Alpha Academy once again gets the short end of the stick. Braun Strowman and Ricochet win a match. Great. They they lose and now they win matches. And this is what this company does. They 50-50 book. Nobody feels special. And it's just rinse and freaking repeat. So, hour number two, Shawn Michaels comes out. He's about to announce the next round of draft picks um, alongside Adam Pierce. <laughs> freaking Corey Graves was like, Shawn Michaels was the only person to clap out of the, for Adam Pierce out of the entire building. I thought that was, the little remark was funny. Um, however, Brock Lesnar music hits with his, with his black cowboy hat and his freaking coat. Uh, again, looking like Jeepers Creepers once again, coming down to the freaking ring, um, you know. And Adam Pierce, Adam, find my balls. Pierce is trying to trying to talk to Brock, and Brock Lesnar just gives him a look. And then again, find my balls. Pierce is just like backing right. Okay, just just do whatever you want to do. Um, again, that's the thing too, bro. Like again, like the I I, I miss a lot, Brian, of r- like general managers uh, on these shows. Like people like Bischoff. It's funny we saw we saw Bischoff. Yeah. Uh, the show, you know, people like Bischoff, people even like people like Teddy Long, right? People like Vicky Guerrero, right? And, and many others, like general managers that like they they felt like storyline wise, they felt like true authority, right? Sure. Like, people like Adam Pierce, like bro, this dude is not a manager. This dude's not a general. This dude is just 
everybody walks all over this dude. At least that's how it comes <laughs> across. And, and yeah. it, it makes Adam Pierce looks like a freaking schmuck in the process. I mean, listen, I get it. It's Brock Lesnar. I get it. I, I mean, he's he's intimidating, dude. But it's just like at the same time, it's just like, bro, like, come on, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's like it's, it's just ridiculous, dude. I, I just I don't get it. Um, so he's trying to talk to Brock like, hey, like, listen, you have the match. It's Saturday. Like, let's just let's just, you know, just <laughs> go to the back. Please don't do this, you know, to no avail. Uh, Brock Lesnar just gives him that look and just keeps walking to the ring. Uh, Brock talks crap about Fort Worth. He's like, how does it feel? You know, it's like that, you know, you're looking at the only true uh, cowboy. That was a good line, Texas man. Or something. Yeah. Um, and we're th- and at this point, right, you know, and that was a good line. I do give Brock Lesnar credit, right? But at this point, right, you're thinking, okay, here's where we're going to get some type of explanation, right? Something. Something yep. along the lines of an explanation. No, we, we got we got none of that. If, if, oh, you, yeah, we we thought right, but at, no, we got none, none of it. No explanation, nothing. Because um, freaking Pierce interrupts before Brock can say anything else. Brings out security, all these schmucks. Like again, we just keep bringing out security. It's the same crap that we've seen the last two freaking weeks. It, it's just like enough, man. Cody Rhodes music hits, um, attacks Brock from behind. You believe he punches him straight in his face, and then he kind of just runs away. Um, the security's trying to separate uh, Cody Rhodes from Gret- from getting to Brock. Brock's up on the stage. Cody Rhodes is held back inside the ring. I love this line. He's kind of screamed like the camera's straight in his face, and he's screaming at Brock. And he was like, "Make me earn it." I love that freaking line. That's just he's just freaking trolling all of those freaking fans that that he had to earn the freaking title. So he's like, and he's using that as a line towards Brock, like, make me earn it. Like, get in this ring. Make me I, – I freaking love that. Uh, that was just little. That was just a little a little line there that, that I picked up on. I thought that was pretty freaking cool. From Co- and, again, it's Cody Rhodes. I, I shouldn't be shocked either. Um, just taking jabs at those freaking fans that said he had to freaking earn it. I, I fucking love that shit. Um, you know, freaking, you know, stick it up right up the freaking rear end, Cody. I freaking <laughs> love it. So, But that's pretty much it. Um, so, again, man, th- this and, and that's your build. No explanation. Yeah. No reason to why Brock is even targeting Cody in the first place. You, you just get a, a brawl with security holding people back. Uh, Cody Rhodes with promos interrupted by Finn Balor previous weeks ago that Brock has barely been on the show to even you know tell any semblance of a story. And that's your bill. Yeah. And now here that's we are bill. going straight into freaking backlash. I have never, and I mean never, seen a freaking storyline right that has no explanation of to why the fight or the feud is even happening i've never seen it in my life uh, honestly th- this is legit mm-hmm. a first <laughs> that like that you have a heel that does a surprise heel turn and doesn't even mention why like right what what's the reason why tell the story now again if cody rhodes was holding titles it would make freaking sense because of what I mentioned about Roman and the fact that he can't challenge Roman for those titles anymore because of the stipulation and you know at at, at uh, what was it at SummerSlam right that would make sense he's ready to pounce on Cody Rhodes does the attack and you go from there and, and now we're just we're, there's more questions than there are answers and it's it's not getting anybody intrigued it's just yeah. getting people confused and people are saying to themselves what the fuck is going on and that's that's what's and again it's and this is what sucks, Brian. This is Brock Lesnar and Cody, like 
again, on paper, you'd think that that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, right. But yep. you break it down like the way that I just did, and you're like, wow, this is this is freaking garbage. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous, man. So legit. Now here we are going up to Backlash. No explanation because this company, like I mentioned at the top of the show, they either don't care or they just – they are that fucking clueless. It's one of the freaking two because this is a day-by-day basis, and ever since WrestleMania night two, nothing has made sense, and this is mm-hmm. given proof where another week, your go-home show to Mania – or excuse me, WrestleMania Backlash, there is nothing nothing behind the feud of, wh- of why these two would even fight. Second. Uh, so, yes, uh, Booker T and Queen Charmel. They announced the second round of dra- of draft picks. So the first pick yeah. was uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to Monday Night Raw, um, and also Monday Night Raw selected the Judgment Day. So again, the the tag title situation um, just is weird. You're, you're holding on to a SmackDown and a Raw tag team title. It, it's just yeah. so freaking odd to me. Uh, the Judgment Day stays on Raw. So okay. <laughs> Uh, it, I mean, obviously, because Rhea Ripley's going to Raw. Of course, mm-hmm. you know all the tag teams are pretty much staying together. All the factions are staying together. So that's again no surprise there. The Usos stay on SmackDown, and then SmackDown also selects the LWO and Ray uh, Ray Mysterio. Um, so this the Usos things out. The Uso out uh, draft pick. I was like, okay, because we there were talks about maybe. You could tell the story that, oh, the Usos could get, just get drafted to Raw because Roman Reigns doesn't want any part of them because they failed to take the titles back from Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But um, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to overthink and overblow that, honestly, because I think that there's, you know, and, and, I'm, and I mentioned this on the SmackDown show, right? Like, even though it was very lackluster, it was subpar, at least going into that main event. At least, you know, there was some questions going into it, right? It's not like mm. baffling questions, right? But it's questions like, oh, like, is this turn happening tonight? Like, is, is Solo Sokoa going to turn on the Usos? Like, what would have happened if Matt Riddle never showed? So it's qu- at least there were questions going into it. And I respect yeah. that aspect, right? Um, so because of that, and, if, and like I mentioned about the, 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 the six-man tag, and again, you know, whether <laughs> – whether we like it or not, we're getting it at freaking backlash. Um, it, it's at least there's that side of the story, Brian, where there's some, there, there's ways where you can go about that, where it has potential um, mm-hmm. again, but I mean, don't, you know, don't, <laughs> don't trust on Roman Reigns to freaking show up and tell the freaking story. Um, especially now that he's, you know, he's still holding on to those fucking titles, but um, so yeah, um, but definitely very weird. I can see why people would be kind of, definitely taking uh taking a blind eye to that like whoa like what what's what's going on here but um, right but yeah but outside of that um just kevin owens and Sami Zayn. again i thought when you hold two separate titles you can go on to two separate brands and, and now they're just raw superstars i, I don't i don't understand yeah. makes no freaking sense but uh brian uh since, since we already gone over brock and cody your thoughts on these draft picks and your thoughts on um, the Brock Lesnar and the and the Cody Rhodes uh, segment and to start out. Yeah, with the, the KO and Sammy thing. I mean, okay, they got drafted here, but yeah, that's the confusing thing of. So you got one, you got SmackDown, or yeah, SmackDown coming up. Then you got Backlash, and then that Monday Night Raw following that is supposed to be where like, okay, you guys are are 
you know, in different brands now. So you you have like again when when and how if you're keeping to this brand split, then are KO and Sammy going to drop one of the belts, or or maybe you don't have that plan. But if if again one team holding both belts is just it's just stupid. Especially like you're going to have a whole a tag team division over at SmackDown with no fucking belt. Like I don't know. But so that that leaves them no like. I mean, you know, backlash isn't for it's not a title match. So when and how are they dropping these belts if you're immediately starting the brand split on Monday? Um, and for the Usos, uh, yeah, I, I thought they were gonna draft them to Raw, which I, I'm really I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad you know all the bloodline is over at SmackDown because I thought that just would have been a really easy, cheap way out to not not finish telling the story between the bloodline and the Usos, you know? Um, so yeah, obviously that's, that's got to continue in some form or fashion over at SmackDown. Um, who else do we have? The judgment day and LWO. Um, yeah, I, I mean, solid, like, you know, I, I, I don't know the judgment day. Um, did the OC did the OC were they drafted to SmackDown or to Raw? They were drafted to SmackDown. Ah. The OC, yeah. I was gonna say that that could have been a yeah, great feat. Like you know, OC. OC, I like where you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God forbid. But, no, so... no, here's, the, here's the thing, though, Brian. They'll they'll just compete in match after match after match. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna see Damian Priest face like Luke Gallows. You're gonna see Finn Balor face. That's all you're gonna see anyway. So God forbid. Right. Right. Story, but yeah, on paper, yeah. Sound, in your head, that sounds pretty fun. No, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, so yeah, going into the, the Cody, um, Brock thing. Yeah. It just, again, it just seems like, uh, like Vince is just trolling us just to troll us, man. Um, cause like, so now you, you got one more show before, before the pay-per-view and even if they went out there on Friday and, and tried to give some explanation or whatever, I mean, it's, it's less than 24 hours away from the mat. Like it doesn't matter at this point. No. Um, no. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know where that goes. Like, it, it honestly, like, I expect Cody to win, but it wouldn't shock me if, if Brock goes out there. Like, there's been a couple times, right, where especially in matches with Brock, where, and even he's lost, I, I think, a time or two, where, like, you know, you, you think it's going to go one way, and then, like, Brock just goes out there, He's going to hit a few F, uh, spears and F5s and bang, match over. I, I, I hope that's not how it goes, but it would not shock me, man. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. But it, it's yeah. just a horrible build anyway. Like, so, and here's the thing, too, about yeah. also a lot of people as well. Listen, if you're excited about this match itself, good for you. No, like, seriously, that, that's no shade. Like, legit, good for you. I'm glad that you're looking forward to the match. But again, is it wrong to want more, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, and that's the that's the problem about wrestling fans, right? It's like they're lowering their bar in, in a for a billion dollar conglomerate company that has that has the potential, right? That has put on good on good shows, good storylines, and everything mm -hmm. in between. And yeah. now we just keep lowering our bar. And I'm like, why? To where we're just accepting mediocrity because that's what it is, right? right? 
if you like the if you like the match, if you listen, oh, like oh well, James, I like the match. I think it's going to be great. Good for you. But that doesn't mean what I'm saying or what Brian is saying is not is 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 not true. It, it is true. You know, it, it's it's. Uh, this it's, is, I, I feel like like it is. It's just being honest. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter if you like something, but if you're being honest with yourself, you know that this could be done way better. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, is it wrong to just want better, Brian? Like, is it wrong to just hold so? And that's the thing too. It's just like, and that's and this is again what pisses me off about. It. It's like it's because when people, it's like me, me and you, right? When we're fans, right? We're passionate about something. We want to see a product get better because we love it and we're passionate about it. And then fans will just take that to say like, oh, we'll just stop watching it. If you're that <laughs> upset about it, then just don't freaking watch it. Like, to to all those people, like, fuck you, dude. Ser- seriously, like you were like you were the biggest schmuck in this community. If you were one of those people, seriously, for those people, stay away from this platform. St- like, just stay away because, like, we like honest, honest to God, man. Like, I- I- enough of those people. Like, again, to 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 sports fans out there, right? Like, do you just like Brian? I know you're a sports fan as well. Like, do you just go on like you know? You root for any type of sports team, like for me, for the for the New York Mets, right? The New York Mets haven't won a World Series in over fifty plus years, right? Or I'm sorry, well, thirty six years, thirty six some odd years, right? Do you really think I'm just gonna, you know, fans would just be like, oh, okay, it's been fifty years since we've won a World Series, uh, whatever, you know, everything's great, everything's positive, I, I I like it, I like whatever. No, no, that you're gonna voice out as a as a fan that's frustrated, and you're gonna tell it like it is sure right because you're a fan you're passionate about it you you want to you're not just going to stop watching right again the new york knicks the new york knicks are, are playing in the in the playoffs right now right do you think like what type of fan that i would be that i wouldn't be passionate about wanting to see the team get better right and sure. the same goes for, for for wrestling all of us are fans and as fans like we have to be honest right just because you like something that's great doesn't mean you cannot be honest, mm-hmm. right? And that's what we we are the because here's the thing, me and Brian, we are the most honest freaking people that you were ever gonna come across on this freaking platform, straight up, because we do not sugarcoat. We call it like it is, regardless of who we like. We'll talk about people who we like, right? I I love freaking I, I love freaking Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. I freaking love Bray Wyatt. I'll tell you all about that stuff, right? But does that matter at the end of the day? Hell, freaking no. I know that. So, and, and, right. but that's what I mean. So, e- even if even if it's a superstar that I don't like, like Charlotte Flair, right? You know, some people just think like I just, me and you just don't like Charlotte Flair. Well, we praise the match that she had against Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, and we praise yeah. that because it was actually it was actually good, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's that that's all we do, man. It's just be honest with ourselves, regardless who we like or dislike. It's just all about honesty and calling everything down the middle. So that's what it is. Brian, before we move on, your, your, your final thoughts about this entire first hour and the start of the second hour and everything else. Yeah, I mean, it was, again, meh. I feel a lot of it is just kind of stalling until at least we get past the pay-per-view and the, and the brand yeah. split. Um, I, just to close it up here with, with the Cody and Brock thing, again, I, I guess they're going the route of Cody's got to do the hard time story. But, like, I don't, like, after Backlash, I don't think this is going to be a feud between him and Brock. Or maybe it could. Um, because, again, I, I feel like if you have this match and you've told no story and it's just a one-off match, yeah. and then they go their separate ways, 
<laughs> what you the know, fuck you know was who, that? You know That's... who I would put? Bro- Listen, if you're not going to have Cody at this point, like you know, we mentioned about Cody Rhodes in the World Championship, like obviously that, like it, it would be a dud. Like there's really no reason. Yeah. It's just a consolation prize at the end of the day. Yep. Right. You know who I would honestly listen if you're going to put that world title on anybody, right? You know who I would have it put it on, Ryan. Uh, to be honest with you, if you book him properly, Drew McIntyre. Wait a minute. Yeah, solid as a, he- as sure. a heel. Yeah. As a freaking heel, right? Think think about that. And then you have him feud maybe at rest, maybe at SummerSlam with Cody Rhodes. Sure. Yeah. I think that would be pretty freaking cool, right? That'd be here's good. the thing with Drew, right? I like Drew. Um, but here's the here's the thing. That that momentum that he had when he won the rumble, and it was mm. unfortunate with WrestleMania where, you know, every COVID and everything happened, and then they yeah. wrestled in front of pretty much a PC with just nobody. Um, and I felt bad for Drew because he had all that momentum and it was tarnished because of COVID and, and everything that happened years ago. Sure. Um, but yeah, and, and, and since then, and it's no fault of his own, but he just hasn't had that same type of momentum. Yeah, he had right. tremendous matches like the Triple Threat at WrestleMania, and he's had his moments here and there with Sheamus and good matches, yeah. But in regards to actual momentum and the crowd being behind him, people like Cody Rhodes – and even people like L.A. Knight, as badly as he's been booked since uh, since the Bray Wyatt feud, you know, mm-hmm. th- like Drew McIntyre needs a cleanse. And him going yeah. back to being a heel and being a champion and being that legit threat and you put him against Cody like, sure. and you tell that story correctly. Holy shit, man. S- seriously, like, because, again, what else what else are you going to do with Drew as a babyface? There's really and again, we said the same thing about the Street Profits. There's really nothing else more that you could do. They've kind of run its course. Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. as right now as a babyface, has run its course. He's holding a freaking sword named Angela. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, it's just it's run its course. Like Drew McIntyre needs that. He he just he needs that change, man. He he, he needs sure. he, he yep. needs to feel like an actual legit threat again. Like he to me like he doesn't feel that much more of a threat than Solo Sokoa. He doesn't. That that's no shame. No, just no, reality. yeah. So yeah. again, I, that just kind of came to mind. Uh, I know if you're gonna put that world title on anybody, you know, turn freaking Drew McIntyre heel, become a freaking badass heel, a monster of a freaking heel, and if if you're gonna make anybody a world champion and make it prestigious, why not Drew? Just saying. Sure, so we're, solid we're, we're, choice, we're, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll talk more about that and who we think is who we think and who we want to see uh, take that world heavyweight championship. Of course, leading up into. Uh, night of champions which is still we got a few more weeks left ahead up until that event so um, up next Shawn michaels finally makes his third round of picks <laughs> after that whole exchange between brock and cody rhodes uh, monday night raw selects Liv morgan and raquel rodriguez and the stale day oh i'm sorry the new day <laughs> the, right again guys then that's again no shade to, to them i know it may sound like i'm i'm, I'm shitting on them but guys it's, it's just the truth bro ever since like the new day for the for years has just been stale and there's nothing special about them. And I was actually enjoying the new day when they were heels in their first baby face run years ago, back in like, what was it? 2015, 2016, like mm-hmm. you know, six plus years ago. Uh, everybody, I mean, they were, they were on fire, dude, seriously. But ever since sure. then, it's just been stale. And he, and especially without Big E with them. And, yeah. And it's just, it's it, totally it's just, different. It's run its course, man. It's just yep. enough. There's nothing about the new day you're going to get anything different than you haven't seen on Friday nights. Um, and Liv Morgan and Raquel, we talked about that and just how weird that that whole situation is, how they're supposed to be tag champions. They should be on – they 
the the you know the what they've told us is that they could be on two separate brands holding those titles, and yet now they're Raw superstars. Just seems very odd to me. Uh, and then SmackDown selects Asuka. Asuka is going to SmackDown to the blue brand, and the Brawling Brutes are as well uh, going to SmackDown. Both Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch. So, Brian, your thoughts about these about the the third round of these uh, of this draft? Uh, I'll just talk about Asuka here. Um... Man, I, I just hope they do right by her. You know, so she's over at SmackDown with uh, um, you know, Bianca's there as the champion. As we all know, she just lost at Mania. Uh, you and I both think, you know, that that was her time. She should have won the title. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but now she's over at SmackDown. So, I mean, it, it's it, in my opinion, you only have two options here. Either you have to. You have to continue or 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 write another chapter in the feud between her and Bianca, either that or she, or she's just God lost. Because if she's not, yeah, if she's not God in that picture, WWE I mean, we actually, especially with Charlotte Flair coming back, oh, good, for right? You, and we've talked about Charlotte Flair <laughs> being involved, but like, yeah, yeah, just if I I, I don't know, I, I don't know what is there for Asuka if she's not. And I know we talk about, you know, not, you don't have to be, have to carry a title, you know, to be relevant or whatever. Um, Again, just, I've spoke about this before. I believe it's going to happen with EO. I think it's happened with Asuka, Shinsuke Nakamura, hell, the great Muda back in the day. Like, I just don't believe they're ever really going to give her a legit title run and, and book her. Book her to her talent level, you know. To, to, to her, if they didn't give it to her at, at WrestleMania against Bianca, it's. It, it, I hardly believe they're going to give it to her at, at any time soon. To be yeah. Honest, so. so I, I, yeah, I just don't. Again, I, I her going over to SmackDown. Then I, I don't. I just hope she's just not some. She's just not lost in in the shuffle over there because she's way better than that. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. You're one hundred percent spot on with that for sure. Up next, we have Matt Riddle. Versus Jimmy Uso. Match time in length was five minutes in length. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, your tag champs, are at ringside. Jay Uso gets involved early in this match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they do their best Eddie Guerrero impression. So freaking Kevin Owens acts like he gets hit. Sami Zayn hits like the chair to make like a chair sound onto the table. He throws the chair to Jay Uso. Jay Uso catches it. And then the ref ejects him as he sees him with the chair. And Kevin, and, you know, you guys get the picture. Um, little, little Viva, Viva La Raza, right? You know, that little, uh, the Eddie Guerrero type. So, I mean, that, honestly, that's, that stuff never really gets, never really gets old, to be honest. No. With you. So it was, it was kind of, it was, I mean, it was, eh, I, it was, it was fine. It was no harm, no foul. Um, I expect it to be that early in the match. Um, I was actually surprised by that. Um, but, but yeah, um, it was a, f- a fun little, fun little moment in the match. And outside of that, Brian, that's really, that's really pretty much it. So Jay Uso gets ejected. Jimmy Uso is on an island, <laughs> no pun intended, um, on his own. Um, Jimmy's looking, he looks to expose the top turnbuckle, and Zane distracts the ref. KO slams Jay Uso, his head onto that exposed turnbuckle, and Riddle wins the match via a floating bro from the top rope. And that's it. Um <laughs> I, I I don't Brian I don't even know I I really yeah. don't even know anymore. We're 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 having a match between two people that we're gonna already see 
this coming Saturday at Backlash. We've seen Matt Riddle face Solo. We've seen Matt Riddle face. Has he faced Jey Uso? Has he faced Jey Uso? No, not not Jey. No, oh, you'll probably no, see that probably he... at freaking SmackDown. Or something. Friday, probably. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> right. You're probably gonna see him against Jey. Maybe like an Embry, yeah, probably right. Um, you know, even even like Sami Zayn and KO. They had the tag match last week on SmackDown. It's just like that's all this freaking feud is. And you know what mm-hmm. else is? It's just and, and them just brawling. That's that's it. Yeah. Just send everybody in the freaking ring all at once because we have nothing else creative for these fucking people. Just have them freaking brawl every single segment. Now I don't mind a good brawl segment, but when you do it sure. every single week, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? So yeah. Can we can we do something different? Something that doesn't involve a brawl and security and, and just losing a simplistic match just it just doesn't make it's just so fucking bizarre and just makes no sense but um and yeah it was and it was less than five minutes which is just like come on man yeah brian your thoughts if you have any on this this match between riddle and uh jimmy uso at first i thought it was going to lead into a a, a tag for some reason Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't know like part of me thinks we're going to lead into a tag or or some semblance of a tag match or something like that but no we just get a five minute just waste of a singles match. So, but yeah, your, your yeah. thoughts on this, this match itself. Yeah. The match I didn't give two shits about, man. Cause uh, you know, we've already spoken about it. Um, adding Matt Riddle in here was totally unnecessary to begin with. And now like, so, so we got this match coming up at backlash, but now again, and the whole purpose was, or, or the whole story behind it was, you know, solo injured him. Now he's getting revenge on solo. But no solos going to SmackDown, Riddles on Raw. So you're going to have this this match at Backlash, and then they go their separate ways. So you had this three-week thing where you threw Matt Riddle in there for for nothing. You know, Um, so, yeah, I didn't care. Uh, the, The only thing, you know, the best part about the match was the fact that Again, it's still kind of telling the story and building the the mistrust between Solo and the Usos. You know, when uh when Jimmy um or was it Jay that got who got removed? It was Jimmy. So Jay got removed, and you know, of course, Solo doesn't come out to help or anything like that. So, um, you know, it's building that that scenario That's where you know the Usos are are yeah on their own yeah yeah. So, and yeah, and that's, that's really the only saving grace about it, right. honestly, is that the, the, the hope <laughs> of where that could potentially go to. That's really it. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah. but it, it, here's the thing. It's like WWE is doing absolutely nothing to get you intrigued the way, the way they did intrigue us going into WrestleMania with the slow burn with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, 100%. Split of the bloodline. Like, dude, I still remember, I still go back and watch the Royal Rumble, the whole Sami Zayn turning on Roman. Dude, that shit was just freaking awesome. I, mm-hmm. I still go back and watch. And that's the thing, too. Like, if you, you know a segment or a match is good when you go back and watch it more than once. Seriously, oh, there's absolutely. nothing about any of these shows over the past month that makes me say, I got to go back and watch it, right? <laughs> yeah, nothing. It's just, it's just the truth. There's nothing yeah. about it. Like that's the reason why, like on YouTube, like the they like I mean, go look at the views. They probably have what? Probably at least over a good amount of a million views that that Sami Zayn turning on the bloodline, you know, WWE on YouTube. Because it was that special. People need to go back and see it again because the moment was that just amazing and that just epic because of everything leading up into it and what mm-hmm. was gonna lead into it at Mania. 
that's what professional wrestling is, guys. Just yep. get creative. Think outside the box. And they've done it. They just did it, like I just mentioned with the Rumble. So, mm -hmm. And that's what I mean about this company, why I'm so frustrated with them, is that why can't they create the same magic with you know people outside of this of this storyline people like yeah you know freaking alpha academy right people like drew mcintyre people like freaking Liv morgan and raquel rodriguez people like braun Strowman and Ray like why can't we do that i, I don't yeah. get it and it's and, and but yet we lower and lower our standards and nothing gets n nothing changes because wwe hears that and we're thinking oh they they're okay with a thousand day title reign Let's push that to 400 because you know it's coming. Um, yeah. So, so, and that's 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 all it is, really, man. So, uh, but to kind of piggyback off that, as uh, uh, the next segment was Paul Heyman talking to Solo Sokoa, just pumping him up for his match with Seth Rollins. He starts talking Samoan. Mm -hmm. I thought that shit was kind of badass. No. Yeah. Lie. Yeah. Um, so Heyman, um, you know, he, again, he wants or Jay Uso, excuse me, Jay Uso interrupts, um, wondering where Solo was at during the match. He kind of comes in with like a sarcastic smile on his face, and mm -hmm. he looks dead. He looks dead eyes into uh, into Solo Sokoa. He's like, "I want to know where my brother was at tonight." And then it starts to get freaking heated, and then uh, or it starts to get tense in the room. And then Heyman, like, he's like, "Listen, you know, I wanted Solo." Like in a nutshell, just speaking hypothetically, he's just like, "Listen, I want Solo to focus on his match with Seth." You know, it's like it, it seems like you need you you two need the room, so I'll I'll give you all the room. And then Paul Heyman leaves, and that's pretty much pretty much it. Um, yeah. again, but again, here's the problem, Brian, I, I don't mind this segment, but nothing, nothing piggybacked off it. it mm -hmm. It's just the, the last time we see these two was the main event or, or any semblance of these two was, was the main event match. Like, can, again, am, am I the one just going crazy here? Like, like continue that. Like, I would have yeah. loved to see another segment after you do a round of draft picks or something like See, like, have a conversation with Solo and Jay or some type of interact, something, dude. Yeah. To, to carry something that's that could be potentially good or some semblance of good in regards to the six man tag or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Something. We don't see these two until the later in the third hour or the end of the show. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I don't yep, me neither. understand, bro. Just don't get it. Before we get into the next round of draft picks, Brian, your thoughts on this segment? Yeah, you know, it, um, again, it, I like that they're still continuing the story, but I, I, yeah, like you said, I feel like we need a little bit more. And like even with Jay, it's like, um, so he comes in there kind of, you know, to confront Solo because he, you know, he's starting to, you can tell, like he knows what's up, right? He, yeah. He's he's starting to get it now. Yeah. I'm just waiting for, and I don't think we're going to get it fall, until backlash. He's starting to kind of fall in line of what Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are kind of feeding him. And now he's, and now, but now. Well, I don't think falling in line. I think he's starting to see what it is. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, he, well, he's kind of like, well, you can tell that well, with, at least in Solo's perspective, like, He's he's falling in line because like oh no I'm talking about Jay my bad oh, yeah, I'm no, talking no, about yeah, Jay no, Jay yeah no no Jay knows yeah no at this and, and yeah. Jimmy Uso for that matter but Solo right. Sokoa he's 
he's falling in line. Right, like, right. And he's kind of getting into the ear and solo. He's not really solo right now, is he? He's just doing whatever yeah. freaking Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman tells him to do. And now the Usos are getting more. They're seeing more. They're starting to finally see the red flags. And they're like, okay, something. Yeah. Now the, and now you're going to. And again, I hope they save that to when, when Roman Reigns is actually in the building. So whenever the fuck he shows up from his six-month fucking vacation, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, make that. I, I just hope they make that moment special to whenever that, that moment is. Don't waste it. Don't waste it on this, this Friday on SmackDown. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I can give them a pass if they do it at Backlash Shattered. Maybe depends on how they do it. But right. to me, if if I were to if I were booking this, like really trying to get people's attention, I would do it when Roman Reigns is in the building, and, and make the moment special. Um, sure. And, and that's that's just how I would do it. So, um, I, I mean, there's really no other way you can, because um, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, why why would you have the Usos get turned on when Roman's not there? Because Roman's pretty much the whole part of it, right? You want him in the building, right? So. Uh, but that's just my whole take about that. So, up next we have our next round of draft picks. This is round number four. Um, I want to say yes, round number four yep. of draft picks. Now, Monday Night Raw selects Trish Stratus as well as Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. So again, we talked about the women's tag titles. I'm sure it's it's evident that, you know, Ronda Rousey, once they get healthy, or I believe it's Shayna Baszler that's injured, Brian, I want to say. Sh- yeah, uh, Shayna. Yeah. Shayna Baszler, once once they're both, you know, back together again, you know, they're they're going to hold on to those titles. It's, it's pretty much a given at this point. It, it, you might as want to call Liv Morgan and Raquel just placeholders um, <laughs> yeah. for the most part. Um, and then Trish Stratus. Uh, and listen, and I know people are going to shit on Trish because she's taking up TV time with other, with other female talent. And that's understandable, right? I can understand where people are coming from with that. But man, I give this girl credit. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're putting her in this, this storyline with Becky. Uh, and they're like, no, like, I don't want to just be a part-timer and just show up. No, I, like, put me on a brand. Like, right. I want to tell this freaking story. So I, I respect Trish in that aspect. I have to give kudos yeah. where kudos is due with that. So, um, and I'm sure we'll talk more once that storyline gets going. Um, you know, following WrestleMania backlash or whatever. So, um, and then SmackDown selects Carrie and Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux and LA Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Friday night SmackDown. So, I mean, yeah, SmackDown looks pretty solid. But again, you know, and even though we talked about the, the, the picks beforehand, to me, it's just nothing but puzzle pieces. Same with the New Day. Same with people like Asuka. And the brawling brutes to me it's just nothing but puzzle pieces is it really solving the problem the answers the answers no so right uh, before we go into a Miz tv segment and we're, we're gonna i'm sure we both have a lots to say in regards to that but uh brian your thoughts about this these next round of draft picks um so i was trying to look back here first and and look where uh again i, I can't remember where he was drafted to but shinsuke nakamura where, where did he go Shinsuke Nakamura is on Monday Night Raw, and, and so, that's yeah. So again, <laughs> this carrying cross thing—they're just right. They're just again, they're already having the match, so they're just saying f it. Um, again, it's just it's same thing with with the OC and the Viking Raiders. Like the OC is going to SmackDown, Viking Raiders are going over to Raw. It's just a potential. Again, it's it again. Like I said, potential, right? Of what could be between people like the Viking Raiders and OC and Carry Cross and Shinsuke. They're just mm-hmm. gonna have the match on SmackDown. I, I, I again, I don't know what the fa- to me. Probably since it's Shinsuke's first really big match back, 
being on the main roster, I'm guessing that he's probably going to win the match. Yeah, um, yeah. And th- they might do stuff. They might do something like, oh, Shinsuke will win the match, but Karrion Cross after the match will beat him up or something, and make him look dominant. So it's again, it's fifty fifty booking because again, they put themselves in the pickle. Like, oh snap, they're going on to separate brands. We can't make them look like schmucks or whatever. So oh, let's have Karrion Cross just attack him after the match. And Shinsuke gets his victory. That's probably what's going to happen. Or yeah. something along those lines, I want to say. But yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I, I don't have an issue with any of the picks, per se. It's just, yeah, the way they've done this stuff with, with numerous people, like, again, I, I don't know why. I would think, you know, a group of people within WWE, obviously Vince, Triple H, whoever else, you have, I would imagine, have some sort of idea of what they would like to do or hope to do, you know, three weeks down the road, a month down the road, whatever. But you're, you're starting these feuds between people that, you know, aren't more than a couple weeks where you're, you're and then you're splitting them, which I, I, again, I would imagine you had some sort of idea or you've been kind of building these rosters for. I would hope, you know, a, a, a while now, you know, thinking about this stuff. So you throw Shinsuke and Karrion Cross in a, in a two-week little thing here and then split them up. And you know you're splitting them up. So why are you starting this feud now? Like, again, I know, like, people returning, you know, Shinsuke just came back. AJ just came back. Yeah, that's great. But, like, start them off with something where they're going to be on the same brand with those people so they can continue it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, again, Brian, w- again, w- I, I think w- Rousey <laughs> and, and Baszler. Yeah. I, I don't know that they know either. Um, Ro- you know, Ronda Rousey and Baszler. I, yeah. I think there'll be women's tag champs here. Uh, yeah. Sooner rather than later. L.A. Knight, you and I have talked, you know, spoken highly of him. Um, you know, again, I just hope going over to SmackDown, uh, I, I just hope he's not lost there. I mean, it, obviously it's yeah. going to feature the Usos heavily, Solo heavily. Um, L.A. Knight and Karrion Cross, both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Moving on to our next segment, this was Miz TV. Special guest was Shinsuke Nakamura. Miz talks about Nakamura and his chances at the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, you know, and then Miz is trying to like look to form some sort of a bond or a team or whatever. Nakamura just starts making fun of Miz and his tiny balls. And Miz, uh, Nakamura just drops the Miz with a Kinshasa. And that's it. Um, guys, I, I don't, I, I just, what the Man, I, that's I, the only thing I could think of with this segment is again they, they we're no speaking of there's of, no talking of, there's no explanation about carrying cross this dude got his ass whooped uh backstage right again I right. Don't forget about this shit neither do you Brian he got his ass whooped backstage against carrying cross you would think that Nakamura would come out pissed this you think that this dude would look out to call this dude out you could have a cool segment with carrying cross and Shinsuke have some sort of intrigue going into their match on Friday night on SmackDown. <laughs> Something, but no. We Nakamura's got a smile on his face. He's talking about Miz and his tiny balls. Everything's funny, right? Give me a fucking... Seriously, th- this is what... Again, th- this is Nakamura and his big return. You had a nice little vignette for him 
couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. That was great. Yeah, and then and then and now here he is talking about fucking tiny balls. Are, are we fucking kidding? I, I, yeah. Guys, I, I don't, I don't understand how a bunch of suit and ties can legit look at this on a on a script and say, yeah, this looks really good. And then it's just, oh my god! It's like I don't again. Is it is it Vince just ripping writing ripping up scripts again? I I, I don't. Is it you know Triple H just uh, you know some, again? Is it both of them? I, I don't know. At this point, to me, it's just both of them. Uh, both of them yeah. deserve freaking blame. Um, you know, we are we already know Vince. I'm sure is involved behind some of this, but of course it's Triple H as well. I'm not going to let Triple H off the hook with with this either. Um, they they both deserve equal the amount of blame. So. Uh, Brian, your your thoughts in regards to this Miz TV segment? My really only thought was just where is this going? I I, I didn't <laughs> understand it. Like we, you know, we just talked about Shinsuke and Karrion Cross and what they've had going on, it and was- now he comes out here with the Miz and it, 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 he's the king of strong style, and you're <laughs> he's out there like in now it like comedy felt- kind of bits, like or you're trying to get laughs, like yeah. what? It legit felt like an audible. Like they just didn't know. Oh, they they just had. Oh, we have some time to fill up. Oh, let's have a Miss TV yeah. segment. Uh, Nakamura, just have him go out there. Just go out there and just make fun of Mrs. Balls. And, and that, 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 that's maybe it, bro. yeah. That's what it. That's what it came off of. Yeah, is like they had. They needed some. They needed a segment to fill in some because this led to nothing. Right? No, you're telling me. Oh, like shit, you're you're that much more excited about Nakamura's match against Carrying Cross. Carrying Cross is nowhere to be found. <laughs> I'm yeah. just motherfucker, bro. Again, is this a ch- is this a child, right? Writing on green crayon, writing this script on a misty bit. <laughs> that that's what it is. At least that's what yeah. it comes across of. It's fucking. It's 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 just it's it's garbage. Uh, yeah, it's fucking garbage. I just I, I don't know where that's going, and I I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't no. want to know. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, before we get into our number three, uh, Omos wins a sec- a sixty second jobber match to fuckwad Fred, freaking you know uh, Luigi Lugnuts, you know the local delivery guy from my pizza shop, whatever the fuck. Um, so yeah, and he just again no nothing about Seth and the match with with with, with I mean, no, nothing like legit. You yeah. wouldn't even know that they're fighting this Saturday. No talks, not even a promo. You would think that they would be taught like. MVP would do his shtick and say, like, oh, like Seth Rollins. He calls out Seth, and Omos just stands there, like, just standing there in the middle of the ring. Like, no, mm-hmm. you, you didn't even get that. Guys, you didn't yeah. even get that. You didn't even get you didn't even get jack shit. Right. <laughs> like, it's bad enough that you put this match. It's like, Brian, you even said it. It's like they know that this match is garbage, and they don't even want to take the time to even put any – Put anything, just anything at all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. It, it's just – it's so – and I'm a fan of jobber matches. That's what's sad about this. I actually like jobber matches a lot. I think it does wonders for a lot of talent. But in regards to this situation, this did nothing. Mm-hmm. Did nothing about Seth, nothing about – if you're going to put this match on the card, like make some semblance of a fucking story. Again, Omos, you want to put him on the show? Again, Brian, it's not my company. Again, I can go on for hours like, oh, I don't like Omos. Just get rid of him. Listen, if he's on the show, then whatever, right? If you want to put people like on, you know, Charlotte Flair on the show, want to, pe- want to put people like Braun Strowman and Ricochet, fine. It's not my company, right? There's, it, but make me give a shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'll give it a chance. Just make me care. They have done nothing yeah. with Omos that makes me give just any – just give two single shits about the dude. 
Neither right. is MVP. But by his side, it's just it's, right. it's so fucking dumb. It is it's dumb and it's hot, fucking garbage, garbage. Hundred percent. Brian, yeah. your thoughts if you have any. Man, just Omos is that is one hundred percent Vince. All the fucking like, there's no question in my mind. Omos is Vince, man. Um, and I, I'm sure they've done this before, and maybe I just noticed it for whatever reason in particular last night, but. We we know Omos is a giant, right? Like that's the whole thing. But did you so backstage, like before they went to commercial, did you see like the camera shot when like Omos and and MVP were walking? Like the camera shot legit had to be like a dude like laying on his back, like on a yeah, a dolly or a something. They, like they do that a lot with with Omos. They did that. At, they always do that with his MVP yeah. They make him look like this legit, and that and it's a cool visual. Like, I'll give it that. It was, See, it, it, I, I thought it was. Visual, but yeah. I, I thought it was. Maybe I haven't noticed it as much. Like, I'm sure they have done it, and I'm sure I've seen it before. Of, they've done it with the great Kali. They've done it with the big show. Yeah. With all their giant. They've done it with Kane. Even Kane. It's all their big men. Yeah. It. I guess they. I don't know. It's just something that struck me. Maybe it was a, a more pronounced. Or to me, it was. I, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. it was. But it just. It was kind of silly to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the, ma- the match itself, who cares? Uh, even the match with Rollins, who cares? Um, I just, I mean, I would imagine Rollins has. What what's the over under, James? What do you think? Like, uh, is is Seth going to okay, have to hit like ten curb time. stops? Right. Like ten curb <laughs> stops to to, to oh, beat him? Oh, is that what it's going to be? Shitload of curb stops. You're going to see. Like, curb what stomps. what the fuck you're is this going to be? You're going to see super kicks. You're going to see freaking suicide. Oh, you're going to see a whole lot of that shit. Yeah. Omos, you're going to see a big boot. You're going to see a freaking clothesline. You're going to see his freaking. And a uh, choke slam. And a choke or, slam. Or some kind of power slam. slam. Yeah. Power. You're going to see power slams and you're going to see his double choke slam. That's what you're going to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say curb stomps, maybe over under if we're, <laughs> if we're actually having fun with this and talking over. I'd say about a good over under about. I would say three, three or four, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'd no, say no four. Three, le- yeah, four. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one. <laughs> that's yeah. a pretty. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't care. Um, and, and then you know, we we've, we've talked about, or I don't know if we did mention this yet or not, but so there are a number of like free agents that can go. You know, again, they they make this big deal that nobody, you know, if you're if you're raw, you can't go to SmackDown. If you're SmackDown, you can't go to Raw. Except yeah. these people, like these these yeah. seven people, can like what the fuck? Yeah. And so one of those people is Omos, and why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to know, guys? You want to know who's also on that list too? So it's so this is the free agent list, and we talked about this before on the show. So we got Baron Corbin uh, as a free agent, Dolph Ziggler. Um, again, Dolph Ziggler, it's just, you know, oh, he's a free agent. Oh, great. Yeah. Like they actually know what the fuck they're doing with Dolph Ziggler. Mustafa yeah. Ali, Elias, uh, two NXT talents, Von Wagner and Zion Quinn, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. And then you have Brock Lesnar and Omas. Those are your free agents. So, so it's just- a bunch of, so Mustafa Ali, uh, Baron Corbin, Elias and Dolph. The whole reason they are free, that that they can go to both brands is so, so they can job out on both brands. That's it. Seriously. I, I, yeah. Yeah. 
for, absolutely. That that's all yep. they're gonna. Free, <laughs> that's all they're gonna do. Oh, it's like oh, they're free agents. They can go anywhere. Oh, let's have them go over to SmackDown. Uh, Mustafa, yep. you go over to Raw, job out to Omos one more time or whatever, right? Or freaking uh, or freaking who? Freaking oh, Braun Strowman or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. That's yeah. So no, uh, no, absolutely. And then Brock Lesnar and Omos, you know, they're, you know, it's it's all gonna be about. I freaking, even can understand it because Brock Lesnar is kind of. He, he's kind of always done this since he's been back, or I feel like he has. But uh, the Omos one is just that's baffling to me. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's why, why he needs to be on both brands to because yeah. it's Omos because yeah, he's right. a giant. He's a Nigerian yeah. giant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. So before yeah. we get into hour number three, I have to mention this. Uh, my New York Knicks just beat the Miami Heat in game two, and now the series is tied 1-1. One, one. So, luckily, right Jimmy Butler did not play. Um, <laughs> so, we got a little bit of advantage there. But, hey, a W is a W, and I'll freaking take it. They needed to win this game after game two. Absolutely. Uh, luckily, also, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, they were healthy for this game. Um, and, yeah, man, series is tied 1-1. One one. And, by the way, I don't believe they play again until freaking – yeah, they don't play again until Saturday. Like, like, what Dang. the hell, bro? Like, NBA, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, why, why not just have the game Thursday? Like, seriously, bro, I got to wait till yeah. Saturday to freaking watch this game? Come on, bro. But, you know, anyway, hey, go New York, go New York, go. Shout out to all my freaking Nick fans, all my New York <laughs> sports fans. So, all right. With all that being said, we go on to our number three. We have Road Dog Jesse James, and Molly Holly. They announced the next round of draft picks. Uh, this is round number five. Uh, Monday Night Raw selects Braun Strowman and Ricochet, and Braun or Bronson Reed uh, are both over to Monday Night Raw. So once again, I'm going to say those names again. So you have uh, Bot Strowman and Ricochet. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, it's funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you have uh, Bronson Reed um, going over to Monday Night Raw. So uh, again, does anybody? give a shit <laughs> uh, honestly yeah. listen Bronson Reed and I like Bronson and, and there was something going on with with him and Bobby Lashley and then Austin Theory just gets thrown into it they're gonna have a triple threat in freaking at freaking backlash I, I, again why I don't know um it's just so freaking weird and you're gonna see more of trust me oh you're gonna see more of Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley on Smackdown because now they're <laughs> on the same brand on Smackdown so if you haven't gotten enough of it on freaking on on Monday nights, uh, just get just get tune in on Friday. It's just <laughs> the beginning. You're gonna see it more on Fridays, man. Oh man. Yeah. And SmackDown selects Shotzi, <clears throat> as well as NXT and NXT tag team Pretty Deadly. Uh, this was a tag team that I did mention about potential yeah. NXT talents being called up. Well, here it is, and, that, like, and that's good what call. I mentioned, man. Yep. So, and again, and I and I knew that that was the case because. The way that they lost the match to Tony D'Angelo and Stax and that whole match with Spring Break, and to me that that was just a really good send-off for them. They, they get tossed mm -hmm. into a freaking lake, right? And then Tony D'Angelo, now they're, they're moving on to bigger and better things. They let the moment freaking just play out, which was freaking awesome. A again, guys, yeah. if you're not watching NXT, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Because um, you, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get consistency on Monday nights or Friday nights in, in the foreseeable future. You're, you're better off going on the freaking Tuesday nights, which is tonight. So, mm -hmm. uh, or it actually just ended by the time we're recording this right now. Uh, NXT just ended. We're going to talk a lot about that uh, on Thursday's episode when we, uh, when we talk a little bit about some AW and AW Dynamite. 
Um, but yeah, man, Pretty Deadly is on SmackDown. Um, <laughs> what's next for them remains to be seen. Uh, to me, the way that the style of that tag team is, to me, it's just, I don't know. It, it's just, I, I just expect the worst, you know? And yeah. I hate saying that. Um, but hey, I, I, I hope that they have some, they just have something for them. Um, I mean, listen, if Shawn Michaels can freaking do it, there's no reason why you would think that there's no reason why that the main roster, you know, Vince, Triple H, and everyone else could can have something for for them. You know, they they might just be no better than the freaking maximum male models at this freaking point. I, I don't I don't freaking know. So, <laughs> uh, Brian, your thoughts on this next round of draft picks before we move on into the show? Um. So yeah, this uh, not a whole lot to say about these. I mean, Shotzi, I, I've I've never never been intrigued or gotten on board with her just yet. Um. Out of these four, the most intriguing to me is Bronson Reed, just to see what what they're going to do with him, if anything. I mean, shit, who knows? Um, and and pretty deadly, yeah. I just don't know enough about them yet. Um, I will say, just even though I, they might be on different brands, again, I I have the roster here. I, I need to go look over and see who's who's where, but. If you have the maximum male models and pretty deadly, like they're kind of sort of the same tag yeah. team in, in a way. And why do you need two of them? You know? So yeah, who knows? So yeah, we, we shall see. So again, we, we hope for the best for them, but I mean, I think we yeah. know that we just expect the worst for this team. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I yeah. really, really do. So um, as well as other NXT talents, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some more NXT talents that were drafted. Um, in the in the sixth and final round uh, later on in the show. Up next, we have the Judgment Day. Their music hits. They enter the ring. Uh, Damian Priest, you know, he starts praising Rhea Ripley for being the number one pick, um, you know, in, the, in part two of today's draft. She says, Mommy is always on top. And then Dominic gives the face. Where <laughs> she's like, eh, she's not wrong. <laughs> freaking uh, face was freaking priceless. Uh, and I'm going to get into Dom as well in just a second with, uh, with his little or trying to cut a promo uh, in this segment. Um, Rhea Ripley talks, you know, she starts talking about her match with Selena Vega at Backlash as well as, um, you know, Finn Balor gets on the microphone, talks about Damian Priest as uh, Damian Priest cuts a promo in, in uh, Spanish, by the way. Uh, it was like about, what, 90 seconds? Yeah. Um, so he, he cuts that promo. And he finishes with, at Backlash, you will receive your punishment. And then Dominic gets on the microphone, and this dude gets freaking booed out of the building. This freaking Fort Worth, Texas. And I know, Brian, it's funny It's funny that we're back to this discussion, because last time we talked about this, Dominic and the heel heat he gets. And I'm sure there's got to be some semblance of boos, like legit good heel heat, mm, especially yeah. from that last crowd. But you know, you mentioned, you know, you, you kind of called out, which could have been, I mean, at least from, from TV's perspective, it, de- it definitely seemed like that there was some added in stuff or the, the volume Fox turned up the volume because it was right, right. Down, of course they turned up the volume on the booze. Um, d- definitely just something was just very, very weird. Um, especially just from the perspective of watching on television. Um, but there was something about, I don't know, I, to me, Again, I just, I just, but I like the fact, piped in or not, right? Um, well, I mean, it, it makes it makes a big difference. But to me, I don't think there was much piped in crowd noise. You can kind of tell when something's piped in. I didn't really. Yeah, get that last vibe night I, I didn't get that vibe last I didn't night. Get that yeah, vibe from it at all. That's the thing, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and and that's and this was legit, guys. The 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 bright spot of this entire show. Again, the 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 amount of 
heel heat that this dude gets. He got it at freaking in, in Canada, uh, in freaking Elimination Chamber, and he's been getting it for for months and weeks, man. And it's so awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. It, it really truly is. Um, and I and I feel so happy for the kid. Um, I I re- like honestly like he went from like legit nobody giving a shit about about him. He's just Rey Mysterio's son. And right. now here he is. He's in a in a freaking faction that's actually pretty pretty damn solid, um, and he's getting this freaking. And he's actually the the biggest bright spot of this of this entire freaking group. Seriously, um, it, it's just it's it's awesome, man. I gotta give kudos where kudos is due. And again, you know, I, I was one of the few to really be harsh on Dominic. Like, there's nothing special about the dude. This yeah. Got to even during the even during the beginning stages of the Judgment Day sticks, something's still not clicking. He's got he's got to figure out like he's got to get his delivery going. He's got to get this and that going. And now here he is, man. Um, and it's so freaking really cool to see. I mean, Fort Worth let this dude freaking have it. They would not let him talk. Uh, the moment just again the the best the brightest part of the show. Um, mm-hmm. It's not even freaking close. So. Um, so finally Dominic, you know, all that stuff kind of just gets, he finally says his words. He has to like get amplified and scream out his promo. Um, and then Rey Mysterio, Escobar, Selena Vega hit the ring. Rey Mysterio just says some words about, you know, calling out Rhea and, and Priest and they go on. Uh, we go into a, a mixed six tag match or a six mixed tag match, whatever you call it. Um, Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar and Selena Vega versus the Judgment Day. Rhea, Rhea Ripley legit shoulder presses Rey Mysterio over his freaking head, um, just showcasing her strength. I like when they kind of do that stuff with Rhea. Mm-hmm. I actually like that a lot. Um, Rhea, uh, Rey Mysterio goes for a 619. Balor distracts the ref. Finn Balor's at ringside. He distracts the ref. Dominic trips up Rey Mysterio underneath the ring ropes, and then kind of chaos ensues pretty much all over inside and outside of the ring. Uh, Rey Mysterio goes for another 619. Balor sacrificed himself. Uh, he gets hit with the 619, and then Priest takes advantage, and um, Priest hits the South of Heaven chokeslam for the W. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll save it. Brian, I'll have you start with, with, this, uh, with this match. Your thoughts on the, on the promo, of course, the segment with the Judgment Day in this, in this yeah. six-tag six match. So the, yeah, the promo, um, man. I thought Rhea and Damian. Um, I, I thought their promos were were really good, and even Damian's promo. I, I liked it in this aspect. Well, I I couldn't understand ninety five percent of what he was saying. I like the fact that so they're in Texas, um, a heavy Spanish population, and they're getting ready to have that that uh, yeah. the match in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So I really do like that. It was definitely a moment where. You know, it was obvious. He's like, I'm, I'm speaking to the the Puerto Rican, the Spanish crowd right now, and yeah, getting them hyped for that pay per view. Loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Uh. It it was surprised actually. Finn was the one here that kind of like fumbled his lines and stuff a little bit. Just didn't yeah. didn't didn't flow. Um. He didn't really have a place in this uh, in this segment anyway. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, the whole the whole Dom thing and the crowd noise. Man, I don't – either they're really doing a really, really great job of kayfabe, like, in the moment, in the ring, because you can almost see, like, where, where you know, the crowd's booing him, not letting him talk, and you can see, again, either he's doing an excellent job of, like, acting like he's getting flustered or he's getting flustered, yeah. 
And like you can see, Rhea has you know Rhea goes over to him, like Damien's talking to him. Yeah. Um, but, but even within that, yeah, I, I got to give him props to like because. So when you get into a moment like that, right, where the crowd is so loud, most of the time, even if you have the microphone, if you're just trying to shout over the crowd, it's not going to go well. Um, but I give him kudos of kind of just like pushing through that and you know undertaker i i think i think it was undertaker you know said this or it was somebody talking about you know delivering promos in ring live crowd whatever where sometimes like you have to realize like you're not going to win this one and then other times like so so you be silent and wait for the crowd reaction and then sometimes you have to shout over the crowd to get them to quiet down you know what i mean um, and there was a one point where Dom accomplished that. So uh, kudos to him for, for again, if, if this is kayfabe and it's all, you know, like he's not. Again, the, the camera just catches it in a moment where it looks like Rhea is very serious trying to, to you know, just, you know, take a breath. And Damien's yeah. doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so any other, if, you know, them working together or Dom, you know, just getting you know, okay, taking a breath, stepping back, and then pushing through it. Go ahead, man. You know, and I, I, I can't shit on that. So, yeah, uh, yeah. With the with this match again, though, I, I'm just not. So the LWO is going to SmackDown. Judgment Day is on Raw. So again, you're going to have this b- match at Backlash, and then it's over. So, uh, yeah. No, I mean, not a whole lot to really get invested in there. So. You know what's crazy too about the LWO? They sell a lot of merchandise. They actually they're one of the yeah, top no merchandise doubt. sellers uh, for this pe- like two weeks in a row since they yeah. formed. Um, nice. That's the thing. Like Judgment Day and LWO, like that. I mean, if again another you know feud, if you book it properly, could it could actually be fun. Now I know this whole LWO shtick. You know, it's kind of like a Walmart version of it. It's not the same with Eddie Guerrero and what it used to be years mm. ago. But still, if if you make them if you make them special, right? Because again, I mean, this uh, Santos Escobar, that entire Legado del Fantasma group, they don't feel any more special before they even got this freaking name. So right, and right, a, and it's a shame. I mean, we've seen Damian Priest versus Rey Mysterio in singles competition. We've seen Rey Mysterio face Finn Balor. It's just like, and now everybody's out there in in a six. In a, in a tag match, in a six in a six trios tag, it's just I, I yeah. just don't understand it. It doesn't get me. I'm sure neither do you, Brian. Any that much more excited in regards to Bad Bunny and and Damian Priest, which I'm sure is actually going to be solid. By the way, it's going to be a decent. Yeah, match. it'll be entertaining. It'll like be uh, an entertaining match itself. Yeah, and then uh, and then same with Selena Vega and Rhea Ripley. Like I mean, again, we already know Rhea Ripley's going to take the W. Um, it's a it's a given. Um, mm-hmm. But again, is anybody excited about the match itself? The answer is freaking no, man. Right. Um, it, it's just, it's just that. It's, it's again, it's just the reality, bro. So, uh, but before we move on to the next segment, I do want to give D- uh, Dominic a-, a round of applause. In the way he's been getting heel heat uh, with with his character, so shout out to him from where he's come uh, ever since he started. Uh, WWE. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Up next, we have Bianca Belair backstage. She talks about being on SmackDown. Uh, this is legit what she says, Brian, and, I, and I'm just legit like, what the fuck? I, <laughs> seriously, I don't know if you caught this, but this is, this is what she said. She says, it doesn't matter what brand I'm on. 
as long as I'm repping WWE. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> so again, so it doesn't like, oh, forget the Raw women's. I'm going to get a title anyway. doesn't matter if it's Raw or if it's SmackDown. I'm going to be the champion anyway. I'm repping WWE. Again, it's both of these titles. It's a, it, that is pure, that, that is pure just evidence that these titles don't mean shit. They, yeah. they don't. Like it, the, the Raw or SmackDown, it doesn't mean anything. Bianca Belair legit said, it doesn't matter what brand I'm on, what title I'm holding. I'm repping WWE. That's all that matters. Like, look at me. I got this. I'm Bianca. It was, it was a cringy fucking line. I mean, no shade <laughs> to Bianca. I freaking love her. I, she's freaking awesome. But my God, man, come on. I, I mean, like, again, you, you trade these freaking – they're going to trade these freaking titles. Like, again, like their baseball cards, like their freaking candy bars, but like like their freaking – like their freaking uh, – like lunch like school lunches or whatever the fuck like you, you give me your do you think they do it like face to face like they did you know yeah. with with they'll you think they do it face to face they probably yeah. will yeah they'll, they'll make it like a big special thing like oh shit, <laughs> right titles, right yeah oh my god it's just it's just ridiculous it's it's garbage it's fucking garbage there's nothing good that comes out of this i, I, I yeah. don't understand and people are again are going to defend it i don't know what people defend here this this doesn't make the titles that much it doesn't make them prestigious at all it's just like, oh, here, if you want my title, yeah, let's just swap it. Like, what, what's the prestige in that? To just swap yeah. the titles. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. Yep. Um, damage control interrupts uh, Bianca Belair. Bailey talks some smack um, to Bianca, and then you know Bianca says that she's always been impressed with Io as Io Sky is in, is is involved in the segment, uh, but she thinks that Bailey and Dakota Kai, in a nutshell, just speaking hypothetically are holding EO back. And then EO says some words in Japanese and then Dakota's about to translate and, and Bianca's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no need to translate. Like, we understand each other. And then EO and, and Damage Control pretty much walk out. And that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, listen, I, I just I just don't understand why. I mean, listen, is the match going to be... Because here's the thing, too, right? Again, and I, and again, I mentioned this about a lot of matches, um, especially in regards to feuds, like how good it can be. Io Sky and Bianca is no different. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it just sucks that we're wasting this match on a Puerto Rico show. It's like you would think that they would save this for SummerSlam or other some type of big event, like your actual one of your big pay-per-view shows. But Io Sky and Bianca. And oh, I, I don't think so because I don't think they have any intention to do that with Io. Yeah. No, but I'm saying yeah. like it, like it, it deserves that though. Oh, right, it right. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. No, absolutely. No, you're 100% correct, but – but no, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna give either one of these women the time of day. I mean, there's yeah. hardly a fuck. There's more of a story between Damage Control and EO than there is with Bianca. That's just the, the god honest truth. If you yeah. watch these segments, then you'll understand why. Uh, yep. And it's just so, so again, Bianca's gonna Bianca's gonna beat EO for no freaking reason a, at all. Um, you know, she wins a, a a triple threat just to lose to Bianca at a WrestleMania backlash. Bianca's yeah. going to go to SmackDown. Charlotte's going to come back. She's going to be on SmackDown. They're going to have the match together, and Charlotte's going to freaking win the match. Guys, I, I know. I, 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 don't, I don't like putting that image in people's heads, but just, again, spoiler alert, don't be shocked if it happens. Seriously. It's just – it's going to – it's coming. It's, it's just – it's a matter – it's only a matter of time, seriously, because mm-hmm. I can see it from a mile away because I know this company, right? It's just like, oh, Charlotte Flair's on SmackDown. Bianca goes to SmackDown. 
Like, do you really think when, when Charlotte Flair comes back, she's not going to be in that title picture? Come on. Let, like, let's be, <laughs> let's be honest. Just say, like, do you yeah. really think she's going to be Asuka and she's going to be just in some weird freaking segments like that doesn't involve her? No, she's going to get thrusted back into that title picture, bro. Come on, man. It's, yeah. it's like anybody with logic and common sense and freaking, and, and, and freaking, you know, can put two and two together understands what the fuck is going on here. So, uh, Brian, if, if you have any of your thoughts with Bianca Belair and this, this, this whole match with her and, and Io Sky coming up at Backlash. No, just, you know, I've already, earlier in the show, you know, they had like a nice little video package of Io Sky. Um, yeah. But like I said, yeah, I think all this is just to, you know, like, oh, we gave her a video package and she got the title shot and and she's going to lose. And, you know, a a month from now, who knows where she'll be? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So finally, we have our final round of draft picks. This was round number six of the WWE draft. Monday Night Raw selects Alpha Academy as well as... um, Katana Chance, that's her new name. You know, Casey Catanzaro, that's her new name. Katana Ch- I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And Caden Carter as from NXT. Um, you know, and of course, which I find weird because they're facing Alba Fire and Isla Dawn who are in their facing for NXT titles, and yet Isla Dawn and Fire just got drafted to SmackDown. So one of these two ladies are going to hold on to titles and they're going to the main roster. Again, somebody <laughs> makes some fucking sense. I, I yeah. This. It just, it's so weird. I, I, it's just, it's so baffling. Again, bro, I don't have the words. It's yeah. just like, what the fuck are we doing? I, I just don't understand. <laughs> it's just, I, again, I don't have the words for this. It's just, there, nothing makes sense. This entire draft is just, again, they're trying to move pieces on a puzzle and nothing fits. It's like it's like the it's like again. It's I, I reference like puzzle making puzzles, right? You're trying to you're trying to put in pieces and they're not fitting in. Like that that's what this whole situation is, right? Um, and then for SmackDown, SmackDown selects Rick Boogs and Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes is going to the Blue Brand. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, Brian. I was actually very excited to hear Cameron Grimes get selected. Uh, I really lately since you know, and we haven't seen him on NXT for a while now, but um, but his work in NXT, I have you know, he has done a tremendous job. And again, I just I just pray to God that this dude just does not get lost in the freaking shuffle, and they have something yeah. for this dude. Um, he's in great shape. He's like he's he's turned his body around. He's like the trans. I don't know if people have seen his transformation on Twitter or whatever, but this dude looks freaking. This dude looks solid. He looks ready to go. He looks lean. He looks freaking. You no, know, he looks ready to go. Looks to freaking get after it. So, um, but yeah, man. I mean, I guess we shall see. We'll shoot. We shall soon find out. So, uh, Brian, your thoughts before we get into the main event, this final round of draft picks. Uh, this one, I, I really have no thoughts. Yeah, honestly, I mean, you know, best of luck to everybody that that got drafted. But yeah, again, with, with uh, the people who have already been drafted before them. I mean, half of them, I don't know what what the hell WWE is going to do with them, mm-hmm. you know, much less, you know, a couple yeah. more people and from speaking, NXT. Yeah, and and like, speaking of yeah. uh, NXT talent, also Odyssey Jones from NXT yeah. is going to Raw. And Grayson Waller got drafted. Grayson as Waller. That wasn't on the show. That was after the show. I think they yeah, called, which like, Raw does... talk. It's just like. Why would you not put Grayson Waller on the Yeah. Right. Um... No, yeah, let, let, that's okay. Yeah, let's, let's, let's promote an NXT superstar. Not. <laughs> And not have room for it on a three-hour show. <laughs> just fantastic, Brian. Just 
freaking fantastic. Especially, again, so, you know, a, a number of people from NXT, and, and much props to them and respect to them, but yeah. obviously Grayson Waller is one of your top stars in, in NXT. So, again, to do this one, like the, you know, after show, either either they made a decision on the fly and weren't, you know, expecting to, to draft him up there for whatever reason. Yeah. Or, again, it just, it, I don't know. But, again, like, I, I looked it up today, and I was like, what? Grayson Waller? Got, when the fuck did that happen? Right. Like, yeah. You're right. Again, it's just, yeah. you know, what does that say about Grayson Waller? And that just yeah. shows you, they just, they, like, that honestly, to me, shows you that that's that, that's a prime example of how this company feels about Grayson Waller. Oh, let's just put him on after a three-hour show. <laughs> no one gives a fuck, man. Just, it's 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 again yeah. it's, it's just to me it's just it's just the point and to your point about the the yeah the whole uh the two the two uh women tag teams that they drafted could you come up with a more baffling fucking scenario <laughs> uh i don't know like, maybe maybe like they the, have the match like, they have the match but then trolled. like seriously yeah. like we're like this is something that common sense and logic should tell you that we should not put these two ladies or on either show and they're going after our developmental at least that's what they call it triple h called it a developmental roster yeah that says a lot about your baby triple h yeah, great great freaking pronunciation there uh yeah. about uh, these two teams who are already drafted and they're going after like you would think right that that would <laughs> suits and ties would say like okay this is not a good idea but they just freaking do it anyway they yeah. do it anyway i, I don't oh my god <laughs> oh man that's just everything everything that i just that i just ushered out just says everything you need to know guys about how i feel and also how brian feels as well yeah all right guys main event we have seth rollins versus solo sokoa um seth rollins he's trying to get under solo sokoa's solo sokoa's skin i can speak um, and getting into his head, he's like, you know, the fans are singing a song, and you know, freaking Solo's got earmuffs. He's like trying not to hear anything. Um, Heyman is at ringside. He's talking on the phone. I'm guessing to Roman Reigns. Um, Solo starts to gain control of the match. This was actually a pretty cool moment of the match where Seth Rollins, like, he, he's pretty much getting the shit kicked out of him, and then he's on the ground and he's laughing and he's like, oh, that's all you got. He's like, he's like, is that all you got, or you're just Roman's little bitch? So I, I thought that that was pretty. When freaking when Seth Rollins brings that out of him, that's when I start to like Seth. But when he starts yeah. doing this clown type of shit, I don't like. It turns me off. Like yep. seriously, it's it's freaking ridiculous. That was a that was honestly the the most intriguing part of the match. Where that again that again it, again guys, this is the definition of in ring psychology, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to do Seth Rollins and him getting under the skin, right? Like that's fine, right? Again, that's a shtick, whatever. That that's fine. Right, I have no problem with that, and doing that stuff. Then just like, but again, he has a match this Saturday with Omas, and there's no, there's no acknowledgement, there's no any explanation about Omas or about the match. You don't, you wouldn't even know that they even that they're even having the match this Saturday. I, I don't understand this scenario. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, so Solo continues to punish Rollins. The Usos, the Usos get involved. They force a disqualification. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come to the aid. And everybody just starts brawling, plus Seth Rollins. 
and Monday Night Raw goes off the air. Well, wow, Brian, that gets me even more pumped up for the six-man tag. Just keep doing what you've been doing for the past month and just have mm-hmm. all six of these men just freaking brawl in the ring. Guys, that's all they've been doing for the past month is just brawl. That's it. Yeah. They go in the, they end, they do that in Sma- – they've been doing that on SmackDown, and they've been doing that on Monday Night Raw. Go back and watch yourself. It's the same segments and the same redundant bullshit and mm-hmm. nothing in, in like I, I don't know what else to say <laughs> again i'm just being completely honest if you don't like what i'm saying hit the freaking bricks i don't give a shit bro like i am being 100 percent genuine and honest here a- and go back and watch for yourselves this has been for the past 30 fucking days this is all that they have been doing just going to the ring all six of them just thrown into one segment and just brawling does that have a place? Of course it does. But when you do it every single week, it's like enough. Like yeah. th- th- this is this is the same the same episode. This is the same story w- with the same freaking characters. Like enough. Mm-hmm. It's and it's a joke and it's garbage. It is hot fucking garbage. Brian, your thoughts. And and again, yeah. no and no acknowledgement as well from Omas as well. Just the top. Right. Yeah, right. Go ahead. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way as you, man. I, I mean, at this point, um, it it's just so it, it's just so disappointing. Honestly, as hot and as good as it was leading into Mania, to now, you know, I, I'm honestly I'm I'm glad that backlash, at least for the time being, this will be the last time we see these people in the ring because they'll be you know in separate places because it's it's gotten so stale and again so repetitive that the short the story should have been over um or maybe not over but uh in a much different place than it is right now um the book between owens zane and the uso should be done it all should be done right yeah we shouldn't be seeing these two in rematches and six men it should be done Right, but yet we're getting the same. It's the same segments, the same mm-hmm. matches, the same seg- singles matches. Everything is the same thing, right? Yeah. Yes, we might be getting some, some cracks, more cracks forming in the bloodline as a whole, right? That's fine, but w- again, like Owens and Sami Zayn should be thriving as tag champions in this tag division, right? Yeah. They they won the titles. They moved on. You're on to a new book. But yeah. no, it's the same freaking segments. Oh, Kevin Owens is going to turn on you, Sammy. Sammy, Kevin Owens is going to turn on you. Let's solve this Kevin Owens problem. Let's solve this Sammy Zayn problem. Let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. Freaking, you're, tr- you know, oh my fucking God, enough. Like, listen, it had, a place, with, it with had Seth, a place at Mania. Yeah. And now yeah. it's, it's done. There's nothing yep. else that's going to that's gonna make this this feud, whatever this is, that much better than it did at Mania, and that's just the mm-hmm. truth. So, Brian, your final thoughts, yeah. Yeah, and, and with the Rollins aspect of it, um, again, there, he's going to be on a different brand than the Usos and, and the Bloodline and Solo. Um, uh, listen, I could be down with a legit feud between Solo and um, and uh, and Rollins, but you know that's yeah. that's obviously not going to happen. So, again, you have this match, and it's. Other than a little teaser of something that might come, like 
way in the future with Seth Rollins and the Bloodline or Roman. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else here. You know, you have the match. You, again, maybe it's just to, to introduce it and to, to plant that li- the tiniest of seeds, maybe. Um, but other than that, uh, so you have this match and, you know, hints of, you know, Heyman calling out Rollins and, and that whole, you know, going after Roman or, or whatever. Maybe that happens in the future. Who knows? Um, but it's obviously not going to happen anytime soon because no. they won't see each other. No, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. You would think it'd be fun, but then you forget Seth's supposed to be in a feud with Omos. But we just brushed that underneath the freaking under. It's like water underneath the bridge, right? Oh, whatever. It's like oh, it's a, a match, but match between Seth and Omos. Like oh, let's just let's just push it underneath the. Underneath you know, the I feel no like WWE, especially here, really since Mania, have really taken a page out of AEW's book and just almost kind of have been like the hell with well, storylines. We're just having matches week to yeah. week. It's been slightly <laughs> right. better because there is still a little bit of storyline tied yeah. in, but like. All of these things yeah. are like two, maybe three weeks old, and they're all going to end on Sunday because yeah. everybody's going different places. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. the only hope about this, that, that yeah. WWE sticks to their word and we actually get some of these brands or these people on these on these rosters, right, will actually be on separate brands and it'll feel like a brand split. But again, we don't touch yeah. it because we've been doing this, no. brand, this brand split for fucking years and for what a decade now probably or or more at least that's what it feels at at least yeah more that's what it feels like when did they start the draft i wonder when they did start when when the first draft was started yeah i i want to say it's been about like well it's been well over a decade for sure i was gonna say it might be going getting close to 20 because they were probably doing it back in like 2006 or so maybe i remember like two yeah i remember like 2000 and like eight nine somewhere around there maybe um, gotcha. And then from forward, yeah. So I don't think that, yeah, because I, yeah, I think that's, I think the first draft I remember was around 2009, 2010-ish, gotcha. around something like that. But yeah, well yeah. over ten years for now. But but here's the thing, like, whatever doesn't matter what superstars on what brand. It doesn't matter if we get slight change here. Oh, you're gonna see New Day on Raw. Oh, you're gonna see Imperium on freaking Raw. Oh, you're gonna see freaking. Uh, Freaking Bel Air on SmackDown, you know, yeah. and so and so on SmackDown, right, guys? Yeah. The problem itself has not been—it's not solved. This doesn't. This fucking draft did not do shit. Quote unquote, no. changing the game. My fucking ass. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's right. Just ridi- you shook it's, the foundation. Shook yeah, the foundation. No, you didn't. My ass too. No. Like, God, man. Um, right. And, and and this, but and that's the thing though. That that's our only saving grace is that. These brand, this brand split actually becomes a brand split. But again, we do not trust it because yeah. WWE over the past several years is they'll do freaking invitationals, they'll do freaking wild card rules. You know, give it time. They might do not, they might do it not right away. But trust me, guys, give it time. They will go against mm-hmm. every single freaking rule that they have made for sure. in this freaking book in the next yep. couple months. Just wait for it. Just freaking yeah. wait for it. Um, trust me. Do not give this definitely by time. by the time SummerSlam by SummerSlam. There's going to be at, at least a handful of, of wrestlers that are switching back and forth, and yeah, absolutely, yeah. And again, guys, and, and, and to kind of recap everything, you know, we said at the top of the show, you know, about changing the game or being a bust. Well, as we broke down this entire show, as well as SmackDown this past Friday, this draft 
if you really dissect and if you really think about it, this draft has not accomplished anything. It, it has not done mm. anything to help the company or solve any problems at all. And it's yeah. nothing but a complete bust. But don't worry. WWE is going to shine that bright new, brand new world heavyweight championship in your face. Yeah, right? they're gonna, they're probably still going to tell you stuff about Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Usos. But once that's all over, guys, guess what WWE is going to have left? Nothing. Maybe Roman Reigns' title reign. Here's my other question game. about that. So, so okay, so you're going to have a a title on Raw, right? Uh-huh. Which is the, the way they're kind of saying it is like this, you know, this is somebody who's going to be here every week and what, you know, whatever, right? So what's what's happening over at SmackDown then? Is there there's okay, Roman's still the the champ, obviously, and he's going to be on a part time schedule. So is there really nobody over at SmackDown that's even in the, the title? I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, 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 I just uh, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just it's just it's a hot mess, bro. Again, they yeah. don't know what they're doing. I keep saying this, bro. They don't know what they're doing, and they don't want to put the time and effort to know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, and, and that's the problem. Um, and it's not going to get any better. And this company hasn't given us, you know, the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. to to have to give them the benefit of the doubt. So, what comes next remains to be seen. So. Yep. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode of Ruthless Talk. This was Monday Night Raw, uh, the WWE Draft Part 2. This was May 1st of 2023 in Fort Worth, Texas. So continue guys to spread the word. Continue guys to, uh, uh, to stay posted on some more content as we will be back Thursday to talk some AW Dynamite as well as NXT. Uh, you know, the fallout with spring break. And of course, NXT has a big pay-per-view coming up. Um, I believe it's called NXT Battleground uh, coming up. I think it's the day mm-hmm. after Night of Champions, which is going to be May 27th. So it'll be May 28th for that day. So lots to talk about NXT as well. And we will be back um, on Sunday um, after that Thursday's episode. There will be no SmackDown review this week. Um, we are going to save, keep all of our eggs into one basket for WrestleMania Backlash for the good, the bad, and the ugly. So there's yep. a lot of content coming up coming up your way as well. Of course, going back to AEW, of course, we have Double or Nothing coming up. Uh, we have the whole Wembley Stadium event coming up this summer. So lots to get into as we continue to go throughout the spring and going into the summer. So um, also make sure to uh, – for you guys that haven't seen le- uh, our latest episode, make sure you guys go check that out where we interviewed uh, the lovely Savannah Summers. Uh, Absolutely. City Wrestling. Uh, really, really awesome little interview that we did. I had a blast doing it. Um, yeah. And shout out to her. She did it. She was just freaking awesome. Um, if you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you guys go check that out now. Um, that whole interview is up now on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. You know, continue to uh, follow our social platforms. We have our, our Instagram page and our TikTok. We are well over now 100 followers on TikTok. That is ruthless underscore talk as well as join our Facebook group to join our community and to join our platform. That is going to do it for today's episode, everybody. My name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And we are signing off saying salute. Peace out. And take care, everybody.